I got it. Welcome, brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world. Uh, tonight is obviously January 10th, 2019, and you are listening to the one and the only true Aryan Nation's Black and Silver White Power Hour, hosted by Brother SSJD from the Aryan Nation Sedicious Souls Motorcycle Club. Uh, we have a very special guest come on uh, times in um i will go ahead and give him the proper announcement um the proper introduction but i, I did want to say you know um that um i was reading on the news today that michael cohen agrees to testify to congress and my understanding was would be it, is that not illegal because of attorney client privilege but um, which I was under the impression was the law. The only time it wasn't under the law is when your client passed away or died. You know, I mean, um, look at Charles Manson. I mean, was did his attorney rat him out after he was convicted to life? Did he talk to the press? I mean, there there is many, I mean, many high profile cases to where, you know, the attorneys never said anything that their clients mentioned because they're not allowed to. Is that correct, Bill? Hold, hold on, JD. Wow, okay, well. Uh, anyway, uh, how are you doing, JD? Not bad, uh, Sister Brooke. How are you doing? Oh, all right. Just riding it out. Riding out the storm, huh? I'm waiting for it anyway. <laughs> preparing, <laughs> preparing to ride it out. Yeah, you got you that mess. I guess you're breaking up and I got a little bit of back feed. I don't know if it's Mel speakers again or not, but uh, oh, I'm sure it is because I mean, I have no, no, that that's worse. <laughs> oh, it's right on top of the damn phone, I think. Or something. Hold on. Oh, well, yeah, that's probably the reason. Yeah, yeah, that's really bad. Um, oh, you getting the echo? Yeah, I'm getting the echo. How's that? Well, that it's, better? It's supposed to, yeah, I'm here. It's supposed to rain here uh, tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. So uh, I, I'm sure that's headed your way. Yeah. Boy, we have been busy the last couple days i've been telling you what meetings calls uh searches uh searches i've been uh, doing searches since you guys were up at the compound for new year's yeah okay hey we uh, have our special guests on and i would like to introduce um to everybody this special guest the special guest is the airy nation world leader the president of the Arrows Motorcycle Club, the creator of the Black and Silver Salute, Pastor Butler's personal friend. I want to introduce to you 
tends to get them. Well, thank you, uh, JD. Can you all hear me, uh, Mel? JD, can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. Hear you. Okay. Well, good then. Uh, that would mean other people can hear too. I thought I I had a little bit I wanted to talk about tonight on your talk show, guys. And uh, first off, though, I just want to say thanks for keeping uh, the talk show live like you have. Uh, you know, I, it comes and goes, but as we all know, most people that that uh, get on here and listen, they're mostly people that aren't really going to do anything anyway. So, you know, we are here for that one person at all times. But, you know, saying that, you know, there there are a lot of groups for a lot of people. We get hundreds of and hundreds of emails a month. We go through each and every email for those that may have wrote us. I try to explain this before to you people that have wrote us. We do check you and we check you thoroughly. And I don't understand why you want to write of Area Nations or the Area Nations Sadistic Souls Motorcycle Club. I do not know why you don't clean up your social media before you ever contact us. And while we're on social media for a second here, um, something that we don't do, by the way. I mean, the guys that have it, they, they have it, but we find it counterproductive, unlike what your topic is tonight, lions, uh, well, liars, criers, and feds, oh my, it ain't no different than the lion, tiger, and bears, oh my, same thing. I mean, you have Jenkins and uh, Bryant, Kruger, McManus, Bunch, they they uh, added again, apparently, and uh, they've started their own Aryan Nations. Um, just uh, feed into this just a little, if I may. Uh, you know, number one, you know, you know, we all know, uh, not just us, but everybody that's been through the movement, everybody that knows what's going on, everyone knows that, that Bradley Jenkins works for the FBI. He is a federal provocateur. We know this, and everybody that's been in this movement knows it. And I'm going to tell you something that Dr. Ed Fields told me a long time ago, long time ago in the 80s, about people just like him and just like Metzger. Why in the world, because it's a new day, are you going to forgive the things that he's done in his past to begin with? This man has been a Fed for many years. Uh, Bradley Jenkins was uh, thought he was he betrayed Pastor Butler, acting like he was a friend. Pastor Butler got rid of him a long time ago. He was ousted a long time ago for his dishonor in stealing, which goes into your uh, the thieves and and the type of people they are. Dan Bryant just hangs. All he is, Dan Bryant. He's just a fake cop hanging like a big blowed up dog tick on Jenkins' shriveled sack. I mean, he's he's really these people that try to claim the status of Aryan nation are are mentally retarded, and I'll prove that in a second. But then they have this Kruger, which has stole the money from the Klan, uh, and where they've shut down things because of him. He stole money. They, they've all stole the people's money. If you send them money, it's gone. It's going in their pocket. They're going to have a party, drink some beer, and do a little bit of 
little bit of meth or whatever they do <laughs> nowadays. And then you've got, of all, dildo nutsaggins, Lord of the Rings character, the little fat hobbit, James McManus. Does, does ever, has everybody lost their fucking mind, guys? This guy was a fed in the 90s. He gave everybody these phones. Everybody was, had these phones. And that he gave out for the feds to bust them. Hell, there's still people doing time over over McManus. What is wrong with people going to these people? If they're not hearing this message, then they're they're not looking. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the liars, criers, and feds, which are just what they go by, you another federal-owned logo that the feds own. That Jenkins is the only one that gets to run that. By the way because of his federal connection. He has nothing else. I'll let you guys in on a little secret before we go any further on these known feds and, and the elf thief and the rest of the thieving that they've done. Uh, and uh, the, the, let's say, uh, you know, these, these mor morons have played games for years, you know. Uh, they're lying and crying and, and, and giving you up to the feds. You know, they're, that's their daddy. I'll let me move a little bit here. I hope this is better. Is this better? Can you hear me? Yeah. How about now? Yeah. Here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to start a little bit of this over. Did you hear everything I've said, guys? Yeah, about 99% of it, so, yeah. Okay, well, I won't back up, but just to keep moving on with what I have to say, I'm not going to hold you guys up all night. You have other people that can talk about this and debate it later. Uh, anybody else you want to put on, but I do have some things here I do want to say. You know, I want those out there that think that they're joining an Aryan Nation group, the Aryan Nations, under Pastor Richard Butler, a friend of mine, a personal friend that was till the day he died, that, and Pastor Ray Red Farron being my best friend. There's only one Aryan Nation. There's only one. And it's the black and silver. The black and silver solution made and founded by Dennis McGiffin. The black and silver solution has no other ownership. It has no other members except what is under the honorable me, Dennis McGiffin. He is the one that knows how many members there are and knows that there is none with Jenkins. Jenkins has one person of ours that he has messing with, and the guy knows we know. So, and I'm putting it out there on purpose so he knows we're not idiots. Number two, they're not what they claim to be. Proof, because a Klansman don't deal with niggers. A Klansman don't deal with cops. Aryan nations don't do it. If you say you are doing it, if you are doing that, and you say you're a Klansman or an Aryan nation member, you are not. You are a liar. You're mentally ill. You, you think you're something you're not. These people are insane. They're not what they claim to be. And is that my phone making all that noise? That's me. I'm going to hang up real quick, boss. Yeah, yeah hang up. You got too much noise going on. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, hey, yes. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> Okay, listen up. 
I'm, like I say, I won't be here all night. You guys can debate it later. Leave him off the air until that thing's fixed, until I get done here. But I, I, he can listen in on what we're talking about right now. He, I know he is anyway. The Black and Silver Solution and the Aryan Nation Sadistic Souls, MC, was created, founded, and wrote Constitution by me, Dennis McGiffin. I did this. There is no change. There, was, there is no such thing as a coup because my, my leadership have been with me for years. I have 12 ambassadors that's never moved. They've been with me for years, and they'll stay for years. And the membership that they claim they have, they are lying to you. They have nothing. The sadistic souls, the black and silver solution, the Aryan nations, and the, the motorcycle club itself under Dennis McGiffin is paved the way and is the way for all others to copy, mimic, and try their best to do what we do. But, of course, when you're dealing with phonies and fakes, they can only be a cheap carbon copy of the true. And we are the true. We know the truth. The people that talk the shit are the people that will never amount to shit. They will never be there. They'll be gone here today, gone tomorrow, just like Jenkins always attracted. He brings in scrubs, and then he robs them, and then they're gone. He has the same three fucking stooges with him, him being a ringleader of the Fed, and that he drags in tow. They're all in cahoots to rob the money. They've been doing it for years. He's dealt with niggers for years. He's went out with the Grape Street Vines uh, down in, in, in marched against the Klan. And hell, people don't don't forget this shit. What is wrong with you people listening to these idiots? If you want to join a true society, a true white power club, one that don't accept fools, then you're going to join the black and silver solution. You're going to join the Aryan Nations, Sadistic Souls MC, or the black and silver Aryan Nation proper is what you'll be. And you'll be in the real club. You will be with brothers that care, brothers that'll be there, brothers that are not Facebook queens like these fags that get on there and play Facebook just like women. These, these so-called men are nothing more than women. They think like women women. They talk like women. The only thing they don't is look like women. They look like ugly fucking men that need a fucking bath. And I'm telling you right now, if they have a problem with me or any soul or any AN member, you can bring that to my table any fucking day. I've been waiting anyway. But as far as you provoking, you already know. You are nobody, little boy. You and your peg leg, you're nobody. You've never been anybody. You've always been a phony, a fake, a fraud. You're a liar, a crier, and a fucking fed. Jenkins, that's, that's you. Bradley Jenkins, that is you. To tell people across the ocean that you run these things, you have nobody or they would be at my door. We don't look at you as anything but a cop because you are. You and your fucking two crony cop friends. That's what you have. Nobody except you and your fucking feds. That's what you have. I have a brotherhood, men that meet each other state to state. Do I give out membership? No, but I can give you 14 states we're in and running just fucking fine, queer, and we have a lot more abroad. 
So don't ever fucking think you run anything, little boy, with your fucking peg leg. You are that elf thief or that wannabe cop that hangs off your bag, your shriveled sack like a barnacle. And don't forget the fucking main character, Dildo Nutsaggins from New York, the fucking fed from the 90s that busted 20-something motherfuckers. Don't forget to get involved. And hey, motherfuckers out there that went to them, don't forget your free phone either. You'll want that later. (laughs) And so will they. So don't forget all these things I'm saying tonight, fellas, because here's the thing. There's only one Aryan nation. And it's the Aryan Nation, the black and silver solution, with the clubs involved with us, the ones that we approve with us. If you are not under the leadership of Dennis McGiffin and the assembled council that we have, then you're in the wrong group. You've been fooled, and you're just as stupid as the people that you're working for. So take that to the bank and don't be, don't be a hater whenever you find out you've been fooled. But you can come over and let me know about your experience when you're done. We always like to know, know your experiences, which we, we get a lot. We don't accept them. We find you out for what you are. And you will be found out. That we keep our, our tight-knit members around. We have, we have a membership that is, is the biggest in the, in the United States of any white power club. There is no bigger, and there is no better, and there is no more, there is no more alienation than this. The three people that they have, and we've got to include the dildo nutsaggins, the Lord of the Rings main character from New York, McManus. If that motherfucker don't like cake, I don't know who does. Look at him, that pig. You've got a bunch of pig, dope fiend pigs. These are the ones that keep calling us the dope fiends. They call us these these things. We've we've left this shit alone because we know they're nobody. We already know they'll run themselves in the ground. But I thought maybe I should give one more shout out to the idiots that keep going back to him to run as far as you can and change your number because you're already tapped. He's already done it to multiple people and, and everybody that got around him has been tapped. If you don't get that and not just tap, but when you order his things online, you will carry home your virus Trojan with you. You will have that like many others have that come and tell me about it constantly. I don't like to get into these pissing contests because I'll tell you the reason right now. Because they're not worth it. They are nobodies. I would not even do this, but there's a lot of upset people out there, and they they wanted to hear at least a rebuttal. And so I'm here to give the rebuttal tonight to a bunch of girly men, a bunch of fucking sissies, copycats. These, these, they've never made anything up in their life. They've stole the Fed name to use on the Klan. They're trying to go swing on our, our blood, sweat, and balls because they're queer. They would love to swing on those. And just to get a free ride and act like they do something, they try every chance they get to find out how we're operating so they can operate the same way. 
These people don't think people that we know this. They are nothing but women. They talk too much. They're on, they like to play social media, Facebook, Aryan Warrior. That's why you don't see us on there, because we're not that person. Any real club will not be a social media playground. If you're, you are in one of them clubs, you are in a fucking fed club, not worth a shit club, uh, stand by night, go by day, here today, gone tomorrow, brotherhood. You have nothing. You yeah. have people that you call brother you've never met, will never meet, and they'll be gone tomorrow, and you'll call them a shitbag, and you'll never met that man. This is the kind of club that you join when you join idiots. These people are retarded. And I'll say it to their face. I have. They're idiots. They're no better than the, yeah. any of the other idiots that we've known in the past in feds. We've, we've watched Bowers. Everybody knows he's a fed. But people are still listening to his shit. His shit still roams around. These provocateurs roam. These provocateurs roam around the streets looking for their next fucking victim. And just because they fucking found one guy, one guy that told them something about the souls, one day, they think they've got something. And what this kid probate uh, has even talked to them about, I don't know. But I don't have to know. I know what has to be done. And right now, fellas, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out of this uh, a little bit and just go into a little bit of that. Our membership is in 14 states, states strong. We're not only that, but our ambassadorship, all 12 positions, are full, full time where they're at. If we haven't got to you, it's because we probably found something on your social media that you shouldn't have had on there. Maybe kissing a nig. Maybe holding hands with a Mexican. Maybe you was, maybe you was up in Jenkins. I don't know. But we do know this. We're not going to accept you if we find dishonorable shit that you shouldn't be, have, be, have on social media, and then you think you're going to come with us in the Aryan nations. It's not going to happen. We have a prison ministry that is thriving. And on that thrive, them prison brothers that you talk shitty about and have talked in the past, I will say this, have more honor than if you had two legs. It wouldn't matter. There's them men, one of them men have more honor than you ever had because you're a piece of shit. You stole from the church in the past. You steal from your members today. You've burnt every bridge you've crossed. You're a fucking wagon burner from hell. You are, and just like your mama, that's no doubt. <laughs> I will say that, you know, our MC, we have, we've had, we add as they come. If you can't handle a one to two year probation ship, then you're not, you shouldn't be in this club anyway. We're not asking for your your money. We're not asking for your, your, uh, your time on Facebook. We're not asking you to hail us every day. You're going to get on your bike and you're going to come and see what's up. You're a fucking biker. So our membership in the MC is outstanding coast to coast. 
And then uh, the last uh, membership that I'll even talk about is our, I won't talk about the other clubs in the black and silver. They, they can talk about them in themselves. Um, but I will talk for the AN proper, the black and silver patch that was done by Dennis McGiffin, the founder of the black and silver solution, Aryan Nations, and the Sadistic Souls Motorcycle Club. And they are membership on the Aryan Nation side, coast to coast. I know that they're going to want to copy more things than they, than you can shake a stick at from tonight's, but we, we all do know they are beta males full of shit, acting like, like their mamas, acting women like women, turning into their mama. Uh, you know, they think like that. That's just what they are. They have, they have no talent than, than really just deceiving people. That's their best talent that they have. Uh, there's not one thing they claim that they have, they've even started or instituted that has not been plagiarized by the almighty black and silver Aryan nations and the Aryan SSMC under the leadership of Dennis McGiffin and the 12 ambassadors that run the show. I don't know where, you know, I can understand when people do get tripped, but I do understand what they have to understand is if you're going to join something, you might want to do your homework before you do. I, I encourage anybody listening to this to do your homework on us, our club, and who we are. And then maybe do the same before you go to anyone else that claims to be Aryan Nation. I'm here to tell you tonight, anybody that's hearing this, there is no other Aryan Nation. There is but one. The one that came from Pastor Richard Butler. The one that Dennis McGiffin runs today under the black and silver standard under the black and silver umbrella and the solution that it has created through the MC and that Aryan nation proper. That's the only Aryan nation there is. So I think I've done enough really dogging on uh, the, uh, on the lions and tigers and bears, liars, criers, and feds, same thing. Yeah. Um, I've ranted enough about them, but I, I do I I want that out there because don't listen to what they say. Do your own homework. Listen, you listen yeah. like quit acting like the media. Quit acting like the leftist. We don't care what Jenkins does. We can really care less, other than we do not want as many people to be tricked as possible. We, if you're listening to this. I implore you, do your homework on us. Do your homework on them. You're going to find out who's who. You're going to find out that they're frauds, they're fakes, and they're fans. We went home with a whole lot of Trojans from that play. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, before I get off of here, is there anything that you guys got any questions for me? Oh, I, I would like to just discuss one other thing, too, just while we're on here. Not only is our people checked, unlike uh, Brad Jukins and uh, Bryant and uh, Kruger Manis ordeal, uh, our people are really checked. You, when you come with us, you will be safe because you know we have checked you inside and out. And not just once or twice, we check our we check our li list as we feel you're naughty or nice. Don't forget that because it's right. never too late to find out that you're full of shit, and we will find out. Um, but what about, uh, knowing that, it's not just 
it's not just people like Jukins and his uh, band of fucking merry fags, but it's also people we get involved with like women. Sometimes we pick the wrong women out there, and fortunately for our brotherhood, your women will be checked along with you. Uh, your child is over 18 years old, 16 years old, if he's ever been in trouble. He's going to be checked, too. We don't accept feds in, into our organization, and it's not because we do anything illegal. It's because we don't need provocateurs just like what they always try to do. We don't need provocateurs around us. We don't need federal agents spying and making things up over us. We don't need that kind of shit. And we, we certainly don't need to bring in not only them type of feds, but the women that some of our guys end up picking. It's happened in the past. It'll happen again. The guys should really, before they bring, should do their own homework and know if it's acceptable themselves. They shouldn't have to ask the council. I just want to bring that up. For uh, we, We've got a lot of guys that we're bringing in, and uh, they do have old ladies. And, and I just do want to throw that out for them while we're on here. Uh, that If you're married to a girl or living with a girl or a girl is your girlfriend, in that capacity, uh, she's you're liable for her. And anybody, basically, you bring in until they're a brother, you're liable for them. So make sure that if you're, um, our members do it very well, but if you have any ill intentions on getting in, if you think you can slide through, but you got your handler next to you, that's not going to work either. <laughs> it's just not going to work. We're going to catch it. <laughs> no. That ain't um, me. There, well, now, if, if there's any questions, guys, while well, I got a couple of you ambassadors, who's all on here besides Mel and JD? Are you it right now? No, yeah. we got uh, five people here. There's three of us and three no. others. No, no, no. On, on, on here. Who's on live? Uh, me, you, JD, and oh, me, that's me and uh, Mel. Okay. Well, while I'm on here, while while I'm on here, is there any questions that you guys would like to present? to an audience for them? Is there something that's on their mind that I can answer right now? Is there something on your mind that I've said tonight, guys? I didn't have a written speech for this or just something I wanted to get off my, it's not really so much on my mind other than having a couple of people talk to me about it. I want to set the record straight. There is only one Aryan nation and it's ran by Dennis McGiffin and his 12 ambassadors that run the show for him. That's what the, that's who the Aryan nation is. Anyone else that tells you that they have a different name and they run either, it doesn't matter if they're running black and silver or purple and, and green. It really don't matter. They're not Aryan nation, not the one that you're believe that you're going to. They can call themselves anything. I, my, my dog, I could call my dog a cat. I go through this with my fellas all the time. I could call it a cat all day long, but that doesn't prove anything that I'm retarded, that everybody knows it's a cat. Jenkins is no different. He can call himself a Klansman all day long, all night long. 
But if you're fucking with the niggers and the feds and you're turning people in and you're, you're, you're going over to Antifa and helping them go against other people, you're not a Klansman. No. That, so you are just as disillusioned as the guy that thinks this dog is a cat. If you think you're a Klansman and you're doing those things, you're disillusioned. You're, you're mentally retarded. I said I would prove it, and I just did. There you go. And that's for each one of them guys that don't hold the standards of a true Klansman. Well, I'd just like to say how I, I, I think it's, you know, how awful sneaky that they hop around like a chameleon from different uh, social networking sites, you know. I mean, we, we pretty much stay off the social networking sites these days, but uh, it's been brought to our attention. They hop around to different ones, you know, acting like they are us. Well, that's that's something that we're going to have to put out there, even – we don't have a page on social media because we're not a we're not a social media club. That's not us. We're a personal club. We know each other. Every one of us, every person in the club has to meet every person in the club before he's patched. You will meet every brother, patched brother, before you're patched. And you will be naturalized the right way, not some goofy show to make <laughs> that's what a spectacle. Hey, these guys are nuts. They're, they're not Klansmen. They're not Aryan Nation. They're not Klan. They're not Black and Silver. They could go by another name, and they're not that either. Unless they go by Antifa or they go by Black Lives Matter, that's what they are. They could actually join the pink right. pussy hats, actually, because they're all a bunch of feminists. Their women run the show. They're a bunch of fucking feminists. They think like women. Yeah. Have I been on mute? Who is that? Can anybody hear me? Yes, yeah. who's this? RJ. <laughs> oh, RJ. Okay, well, <laughs> let me finish up, RJ, unless you got it. I was just answering uh, Mel on somebody. But, well, anyway, I think they got the drift of that. RJ, you've probably been listening. Is there any questions <laughs> that you have? No, but I do uh, have a good story. Your, or, or for your constituents. Or for your constituents, you know, yeah. Do you do you have any for the guys that you're they're under you? Is there any questions they might have for me? I'm asking all you guys there. Is there any questions any of the probates might have? Anybody thinking about getting in that they they want to answer? Yeah, I think Mel just muted us all. Which me wanting to be a fucking nation's member, and I go to your yeah, Facebook, and I there you're. Come on, really? No. You know, get real. You know, we live by a standard of fucking truth. We bring the truth to light. If you guys can't handle that, then fucking stay the. I'm going to hang up. Okay. Quit hitting the mute button. (laughs) What the fuck? You motherfuckers are fucked up, man. Be on goddamn comparison. Fuck you. Who's that? I don't know. That was what the fuck? Comical, 
That's the kind of idiots we put up every day on our website going through our emails. <laughs> Holy shit. Big oh, my on, God. Man, really? That's the kind of shit that I put up with it on. I call fucking people. And I tell them, you know what? Don't call me anymore. Don't contact me because I look at your you're hanging off a fucking nigger. What the fuck? You know? Well, was, that a, was that a talk show version of a nigger drive-by? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was, brother. <laughs> oh, that's, this is brother... Uh, Rich. Yeah, brother Rich. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, been that's a while, hasn't awesome. it? Yeah, I think the boss had enough of getting fucking muted. Who kept muting us? <laughs> oh, it wasn't me. I wasn't doing that. I kept on muting RJ, and then uh, it's, the thing was jumping. I think we were getting too many people on. No, I think somebody fucking hacked the goddamn fucking... I think somebody hacked the goddamn fucking talk show who's muting all of us. That <laughs> kept... I kept unmuting people. <laughs> well, compared compared to the old talk show days, at least we're getting better class of trolls. I had this kid on the other day, and, and he come into my show, and the next thing I know, I had hardcore porn appearing on the screen and he was turning the recorder on and off and <laughs> and so I, I had to get in there and figure out a way to you know get a leash on this asshole i didn't know what it was at first then i got to talking <laughs> to him and he he took me off to so his page on wikipedia and and i could tell you know god this this guy's got a pretty young voice and uh turns out he's he's like 10 or 11 years old but as far as far as trolling abilities and being a genuine asshole yeah he, he was he was right up there with the big leaguers <laughs> oh, interesting 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 kid i i don't know i i don't know why but it's, it seems like i draw these people with mental issues you know i don't i'm i'm some it's some current sort of a natural talent i haven't really explored <laughs> but uh yeah yeah anyway yeah i was asking there in text chat if anybody had heard from old robert you know he last i talked to him he had acquired a, the, a canadian accent you know, he called me up on the phone, and he, he sounded like one of them Canucks, you know. And, and uh, there was another another guy who looked kind of kind of a, you know, just a a beer short of a six. Uh, audio. Uh, if you don't want someone. On the call, rather than mutant. Ah, it was Flowers Twenty. Fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was our—that was our little drive-by boy. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, the net. The nag, the nagroid with the slagroid there. <laughs> I wonder if he's got guts enough to come in and actually. <laughs> you can unmute yourself, brothers. He's just playing with you. Get it, get in. Yeah, get in, get in there. Get in there and block his ass. If you... <laughs> Recorded live. <laughs> uh, nice. Fucking lovely. We've been taken over by the... Oh, you got a fucking image. This shit is fun. Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> Who is that? Mm. He was having problems with... I'll report that. You know, I ain't touching that mute button or nothing. The fuck thought I kept muting him, but uh, no, I, I got a little fucking turd, dude. You white people, you you crazy motherfuckers! What the fuck, man? I love you people. Go into something like Q and A mode. I... Yeah, it's like. I don't think they can screw with you if you're like in Q&A mode or something. I, I'm not sure I haven't explored it all yet, but uh, yeah, you can unmute yourself. Here, hell, I'll, I can even yeah. unmute you. Look at that. Good evening to you all broadcasting coast to coast and around the world. You are listening to Todd Morris tonight, 5th day of May 2018. Uh, we are 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mel, Mel, will have to, uh, Mel will have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all kind Central Standard Hour. We're taking off the program. Super Secret Hate Call Live. Stay tuned. Are listening to a special edition of Todd Moore. Yeah, get up there in the participants thing and just block his sorry ass on the right hand side. You hit the X, but on the and, other uh, that'll, that'll take care of it. I don't fuck with nobody like that. That's a real I had to go to the store and shit. Yeah. I'll be back in a little while, I guess not. There he goes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, there's there's so another like, one with real. Wow. There's another one. Look, he looked real good hanging on your Christmas tree, wouldn't he? Yeah, pretty much. fellas like the boss. I, I get so tired of the bullshit. And
Yeah, there you go, Mel. Yeah, you got a grip on it now. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> I don't know. I think Mel is still muted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me try to unmute Mel. <laughs> I don't blame him. He don't want to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> As, as I was saying, no fellows, if anybody can actually hear me anymore, uh, I'm like the I'm like the yeah. boss. I just get tired of the I get tired of the bullshit, and I've given my home address away on this program many a time. If you're a troll and you want to come and see me, start with the weakest member of the herd, and I'm going to give you a fucking shock of your life because I don't put up with trolls. I don't put up with bullshit. <laughs> just stupidity, you know. Uh, oh, whoa, wait a minute. The weakest member? I, I wait, thought you I don't guys know about the weakest member. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm the oldest member. We start the herd first, brother. You know? So start up here with the oldest member of the herd and work your way through. If you can make it out of my area, you're doing a hell of a lot better than I thought you would, you know? Holy fuck. Uh, I think I, I already talked to you guys once since I, I got I got back from Arkansas. I went, I went up there to Harrison and visited the folks up there, Pastor Rob's uh, uh, compound and, and uh, all, all of the boys and girls up there had a damn good time real good time i even got a i even got a haircut from a brother uh uh there in harrison so. uh oh i got an airplane hold back <laughs> i don't i don't know i think you, mel left i don't him. know if you remember i live here right yeah yeah, I remember. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's sad that uh, you know you can't do anything anymore. The trolls come out to play, but uh, I just want to reiterate oh, a lot. Yeah. The well, I don't know. We have a good membership. We're not scared. It's like, come on, guys. You know, stop going <laughs> with the. Uh, I'll tell another. Here's a good story for everybody that's never heard this story from me. There we were on what Jenkins calls the field. <laughs> right? I'm talking the fucking... And as we're walking across the field heading towards the boss, Bradley Jenkins looks at me and he said, you know, brother, he says, I need you to talk to the boss. The boss is here because of who I am. And he says, I've been working with the blacks in the community to get drug dealing away from the school areas. And I said, so Bradley, you're working with the blacks. Yes, I am. You're eating, drinking, partying, and having a good time with the blacks and having communal relationships, da-da-da-da. Yeah, I am. And I damn near wanted to puke in the middle of the field. And I think the only reason Bradley did it was because he was trying to save his son busted for dealing drugs outside of a school area. 
And Bradley, if you're listening, we all know what you did to save your son from going to prison for dealing drugs outside oh, of yeah. school. And I'll leave it at that. But you know what? I'm At that point, I lost all respect for the man. I lost everything that he ever gained with me. Uh, you know, I, I was done with him at that point, you know. So that's that's my little story about Bradley Jenkins. Take it or leave it, guys. But you know what? He's he's a pile of crap. He really is. You know. Well, yeah, I don't know, brother uh, RJ. I have a, a similar. I have a similar story. Uh, we were at the compound at the boss's house. Bradley Jenkins, Kruger, and um, uh, and his little uh, little sidekick with the. You know, with with uh, arms um, was there, and Bradley Jenkins is sitting on at the table and said, "Hey, um, you know, we got this, um, we got this nigger church that the Muslims are trying to uh, convert." And the path, the, the preacher came up to me um, a, a couple weeks ago and wanted me wanted to know what what I could do about it. He goes, "Well, he goes, we'll all sit in the front row. You tell your your flock." Stay, you know, to keep sitting, to sit, to keep, you know, sat down. And when these Muslims come in, we'll take care of them. Well, you know what? I'm not here to save anybody but the white race. I'm not here to get people on the fence. And I sure in the fuck here, and I'm not here to save anybody from weak minded. That's that's it, brother JD. You know we're here for us. Do you guys, uh, any of you guys, following the Jimmy Mars story? Uh, I have not seen that. No. <clears throat> oh, Jimmy Mars. He's he's my age. Uh, you know, both the, both of is us he are the pushing there? Oh no, he's not the bagpipe player. He's not the one I'm thinking. Of. Yes, he is. Yeah, Jimmy Moore. Yeah, Jim. Well, he he uh he went to support a a younger brother uh, going through Kangaroo Court there uh, in uh, I don't know was it Eugene someplace down in Oregon. He went he went down there all by himself. And he parked his, his truck with all the, the signs on it uh, out in front of the courthouse. And the goddamn Antifa jumped him and beat the shit out of him. And he, he had a heart attack. And uh, he he survived. He had, had to go. He was in the hospital for a while. But now he's going to have to have surgery. And, 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 and that old coot went all by himself. And and damned if I know why. You know, he could have made one phone call. He could have, he could have called any of the brothers. He could have made one damn phone call and said, "I'm going to go do this thing," and 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 any any of us uh, would have immediately run out, uh, jumped in his car, and drove the distance to be with him, stand beside him, you know, uh, help protect him. But I. Yeah. I I, it's tearing me up. I, 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 it, it just, uh, it, it, it really, it pisses me off. You know, uh, hell, if, 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 uh, 
if that if that had been Arkansas, he would he wouldn't have had to ask even ask for help, you know, or or, or some some place where where we, where we got uh, you know communities uh, good solid brothers you know to stand up with you, whether even whether you want it or not, you know. But I I don't know what happened. I've known I. What? What the hell? Why he got muted for some reason? I don't know, man. I'm trying to unmute him. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Marr, for those people that don't realize, Jimmy Marr has been around for a long time. Hell of a bagpipe player. And I will give the man kudos for the side of me and 11 other people. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I, if I was speaking. If I was speaking out of turn there, you know, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, no, he just, he just you got muted again. Yeah, okay. No, Jimmy. Well, any, anyhow, uh, yeah, Jimmy's convalescent. Jimmy's, yeah, he's convalescent at home, and he's he's. Uh, waiting waiting to go in for a surgery and and by all accounts that i can get he's doing okay yeah i i talked to a, a young brother there in uh portland here the other day and uh he, he kind of gave me an update on jimmy's situation but, jimmy does uh, he still have his, web, yeah, does he still have his website up uh last time i looked he was uh, he, he's like he's on uh, gosh uh, he's he's on Twitter or Facebook one of those too. Of course he's yeah. he's not he's not as not not so much of an activist there yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was just telling the fellas. <laughs> well, Jimmy Martin. Last, last time I seen him, brother, uh, I got nothing but respect for the man. It was me, him, and ten other fools. That stood against probably 500 motherfuckers that wanted to kill us. <laughs> you know, <And> nobody back. <laughs> yeah. Well, brother, brother RJ, brother RJ says he's a good man, and we would. Uh, um, I mean, anybody that was in in the localized area would have covered him as a soul, and and yeah. and I would have fucked up a, quite a few people. <laughs> well, Jimmy. They, all, all, all the brothers here called Jimmy the Mister Rogers of the movement. You know, he's such a sweetheart of a guy. You know, I mean, I, 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 I don't. I, you know, even, even, even if he was walking around, you know, waving the Nazi flag, you know, he, he, even the meanest bastard out there would have a hard time hitting him because he's so damn nice. You know, I mean, he's just Mister Mellow, Mister Happy. You know, oh yeah. yeah. All the time, man. All the time, you know. Yeah. And the Mister Rod, he's yeah, the he, Mister Rogers of the movement. That describes yeah, you know, brother. That that is not the first time I can guarantee you that Jimmy that uh, he traveled somewhere to support a brother. I know that for a fact because he came when he came with us. God, he traveled, I don't know how far it was. Thousands. 
Okay, is everybody okay? Yeah, I have a brother. Brother kind of faded out there. I was saying that Jimmy, uh, last time he traveled, that I know of, when he came by us, he probably traveled a thousand miles by himself just to be with us, you know, and to play them bagpipes. It's <laughs> so, hell yeah. Good man right there. Sounds like it. Well, yeah, well, we had, uh, for, for a while there, we had some pretty, pretty lively meet and greets uh, in Portland. And uh, e even the fat man showed up a couple times. Uh, yeah, so uh, and Jimmy, Jimmy was, J Jimmy was, yeah, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> our, uh, yeah. Our illustrious Northwest Empire. Uh I don't know. I I, I got, got to talk bad about the guy. It's just that, uh, you know, he he would never associate with me for some reason he just was like like he felt like uh, i don't know what i don't know i said i sent the bastards money and i sent them all kinds of uh, information uh, personal information that they wanted to check me out with and i had all kinds of bona fides hell i got brothers all over the country tied into all kinds of organizations that know who i am you know and we've known each other for years and years so it, it isn't like i you know, I, I, I'm some kind of, you know, a pariah. But yeah, uh, brother know, he, Rich. I mean, now that you've been on talk show. I mean, we've been talking. We've never personally met, but you've been on talk show for god dang, what, at least five five years that I know of. Oh hell yeah! I mean, anybody, anybody check me out. You know, I'm an open book. I don't give a shit. I'm I'm just just like uh, what. Was it JD there talking about, you know, you want my address? You want my phone number? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's you remember old Winstead? I, I, I... <laughs> that was Brother RJ. Oh, that was. That <laughs> oh, okay. Was, Sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll give my address. Anytime, any point, come on up and see me. <laughs> if I have to, I'll drive a thousand miles to meet you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I love the hell out of my little brother. I had uh, hey, um, uh, beautiful, beautiful sister met me there in Memphis. Jay oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what JD, now? I just wanted to ask you on the side. Mel asked me if he was muted. Uh, he's still with us. Yeah, but he yeah. says, "Am I muted?" Yeah, you gotta stop muting yourself. Dude. The moderator could only uh, unmute himself. I mean, I couldn't unmute him. Hey, 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 fuck it. When I locked everybody down, I unmuted everybody but myself. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, man. Yo, yo, you always make us laugh, bro. <laughs> 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 I tried like a motherfucker to unmute. Only the moderator can unmute. Unmute. Not my like, oh fuck. I'm not the moderator. 
But yeah, everybody, I was uh, I was looking at that little 10-year-old punk-ass kid. He's using root kits and everything else. So, you know, you might want to run a uh, antivirus and, and uh, I have malware bites um, that does anti-phishing and anti-everything on your computer. But, you know, once you get off here, because that little <laughs> son bitch actually is pretty good. <laughs> I'll give him that. <laughs> oh, you, you run into him too, huh? Well, no, I, I was reading what uh, I read. I read what he. No, I read how he broke into our um, into our um, talk shoot program, and he's using root kits and he's using this oh, and yeah. using that. I'm like, oh god damn, this motherfucker's pretty far up there. I mean, hell, he's yeah, he's a, yeah, he's I'm a slick little. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just uh, make sure you guys uh, run your antiviruses and shit when you get off. <laughs> yeah. Brother, that was why I texted you guys to let you know I was going to, I had to fucking start the, a new Nord uh, VPN on this computer because this one, ha this one downstairs that I just bought has nothing on it. And I'm like, I'm not coming on this talk show with no protection, believe me. <laughs> Oh hell no! <laughs> I use that good old hide my ass VPN, and it does pretty good. Yeah, I tell you what, though, um, and I think I've said this, um, you know, on our personal, you know, pages that we talk on that, uh, you know, I had to leave, um, I had to leave the rooms uh, due to the mere fact that my phone was being hacked. And I think it was from the research that I've recently done. And, um, and I mean, I was running NCIC codes and everything else um, on, on certain research. And all of a sudden, my goddamn uh, VPN is bouncing back and forth, you know, on the on and off. Bouncing like a fucking yo-yo. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I, you know, I got to protect my club first. My brother's first. And then I, I get out of there and everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? I got time to yeah. Rose. When that shit happens, I I not much info as I can. Yeah, I think right now as we're speaking, I'm at a, a little I'm at a little sidewalk cafe, uh, brother J D in fucking Antwerp, Belgium as we speak. Oh yeah, you find out some shit shit that I don't know about? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, you know, I let my VPN take me wherever it wants to. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I downloaded two other VPNs uh, for my uh, cell phone, so if one fails, I can lock onto the, it'll, it'll come up. <laughs> so, uh, good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, some guy you know, and guys and got That's fucking bugging me up. Because, uh, brother, you, know, that's brother up, Mike. RJ, you, you can contest to the uh, security on the website because we caught you. <laughs> I tried to hack that motherfucker. 
I learned my lesson quick on that one. Uh, <laughs> push the wrong button, you're fucked. <laughs> but that's one thing I always say, man. You cannot be too protected when you're on this on these websites. When you're on uh, your phone, even or your or your PC or whatever you're on. You know what? It's a sad state of affairs. That's the way it is these days. So. You may have to pay a couple of dollars extra, but it's well worth the protection, you know, so they can't get into your phone, your files, your PC, whatever, and it's well worth yeah, the protection, you know. I got my phone protected and my computer. I got I got some pretty good service, too. Uh, uh, I pay pretty good for it. You know what I use, RJ. Uh, yep. yep. Yeah, and... Uh, I got I, 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 three devices. I think my phone, broke phone, and my computer. And I'll tell you what, I ain't got one complaint. You know, the UKA sends out a Trojan horse in the basic handbook, or they'll slip it in just about anything they ask you to download or can't let them email to you. And as soon as you look at it, the Trojan horse is in your computer. When I got my security and I, I hooked it up, and I turned it on, of course, it scans my computer right away, you know. And it popped right up, and I had a fucking Trojan horse already on my computer. And so I didn't know what to do. I got a hold of the tech, and I said, what is it? They asked me, what number does it say? And I told them the number. Oh, that's a file number. They said, go right to that file number. And, the, I looked, and I did, and it took me right to the basic clan handbook that I downloaded from the UKA, and it had a Trojan horse in it. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what the, oh, yeah. the boss was saying. You know, that, that, that Trojan horse is the... Uh, well, I mean, that Trojan horse, that's what the boss was talking about. He's talking about the Yeah. One of them said, you know, one of the number of the girls told me, oh, I got a handbook. I'll give it to you when you're on your way home. And uh, you just stopped by our place. I said, uh, you know, they were, we were going right by there on our way home anyway. And so, uh, yeah, I could swing in there and pick the book up. And John Jack said, no, no, no. And he just insisted on uh, me downloading that book. Just download the book. It'll be better that way. And and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't put the two together until I got the virus. And I knew it was him. But they may not have him no more, but he he was just doing what he was told by Bradley following chain of command. You know, it's funny, Mel. Is, uh, brother, uh, brother everybody was go? downloading stuff through John Jack, right? Um, and when I told John uh, that okay. I would just download it, he insisted that I do not download it, that he would give me a hard copy of it. I think, in retrospect, he believed that I would catch it. Because I, I keep all, I spend a ton of money every year, every day, trying to keep myself protected where I'm at. And I knew, he knew that I, my fucking, my software and stuff would catch his bullshit. And he said, no, I'll give you the hard copies of it. Don't download the, the shit, you know. So he knew, oh, yeah. he knew right from nah, the Ah, brother RJ, I think he knew you'd beat his fucking ass. Oh, I would have beat that fucking old man's ass from here to tomorrow. 
Well, I'm, I'm yeah. still thinking about that. I'm still thinking about beating him with his own fucking fake leg. Yeah, you'd only wind up in federal prison because you're fucking with a federal snitch. And as much as we said that we know he's a federal snitch, you, you could never tell the judge you didn't know. <laughs> well, it's not been, it, it has been proven, so, you know. Download show number 54, 56, 59. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you get a point there, man. Any random show that we talked about Bond talking about him being a Fed, go to the website. We call him a Fed. There ain't no way there any one of us could beat him up and say we didn't know he was a Fed. <laughs> I just claim yeah. ignorance. Huh? Yeah, but I, but I. I think fellas going into the fucking uh, year 2019, <clears throat> I think we're looking good. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a ton of emails. I was just on there last night again looking around at everybody's emails. We've got a ton of emails we've got to take care of. Uh, they can say what they want, but people are contacting us on a daily fucking basis. We get so many hits on the website that brother, that brother J.D. keeps up for us. Thank you, J.D. Um, I love your brother. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we just need to, to move forward and keep doing what we're doing. And don't let these people be a fucking uh, a sidetrack for you. Don't let them get you off on the wrong course. Don't put too much stock into what they say. Fuck them in their ass. Let's move forward and let's do what we always do. We play, we party, we're family, we love one another. Let's keep on with the fucking keeping on. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on doing what we've been doing, RJ. Uh, we've done this for almost a decade now. Uh, we're the only Aryan Nation club out there that has done um, this under Dennis McKiffin and the Black and Silver Solution with the you know the twelve uh, the twelve men uh, council and. Um, you know, we, we, we can, we always seem to always take at least five steps forward and never a step back. Um, you know, the boss is, um, you know, a friend of Pastor Butler, um, he's dedicated. He's not a, he's not a federal snitch. Hell, when the order fell, fell, he created the new order and tried to fund the white movement back in the day. I mean, we could go on and on and on about Dennis McGiffin, but that when you really, what it really comes down to is you could never find anything negative about Dennis McGiffin as far as, you know, a Bradley Jenkins or a fucking Rabbi Gillette or, you know, a, a fucking Paul Millette. And, and I wanted to bring up Paul Millette. Paul Millette up in Ohio hasn't been able to do fucking shit for years. Now he's trying to connect himself to fucking, uh, fucking Jenkins. Are you serious? Yeah, I was reading some shit on him out of the newspaper and uh, some guy tried to bomb someplace up north in Ohio or something and just so happens right before that he was palling around with Paul Millett and then they got a whole Paul Millett about the bombing thing, and it was his group. And it turns out it wasn't, and he was up with another group. 
involved in that night even all together, but it, they talk about how they've been palling around for the last couple of months before this came up, you know. So, I mean, who knows? He probably works for the SBLC, too, because you notice anybody that works for the SBLC, like Jenkins, when you go there, they talk pretty good about them on their website, like their group's great big, and they're the ones that we're watching, and they're the ones that join. And when you look at ours, they don't talk us up. We get a little short paragraph because we don't give up no information. Mm. Well, you know, brother, um, Mel, I know you were there during this period of time. We'll go back a little bit in history here. But I'm sure you remember uh, we were at the compound. We all partied. And John Jack Christ brings his ace-deuce fucking partner to the clubhouse. Who is his ace-deuce partner? James McManus. Everybody knew what James yeah. McManus was when he walked in the door. And yeah. he was invited to leave the area in an expedient manner, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, when you're trying to introduce your fucking federal informant to us, Oh, my God. Come on, man. Really? Holy yeah. fuck. It turns out he, he handed over a bunch. He had something going with a, quite a few fellas at one time, and he gave them all federal phones. And then uh, all the business they did on cell phones was, uh, was uh, the guys got busted for it. Turns out on the way home from that trip, RJ, uh, John Jack tells us, because of the time he was good with us, that McManus ordered a box of 25 phones, and he was talking about starting a compound and, and getting some homeless vets in there on the compound. I could see where he'd bring in a bunkhouse and put a bunch of homeless vets in there and have them all doing some kind of dirty deed, something slightly illegal, and give them all the cell phones and then he gives face-to-face orders, and they talk on the cell phones and all wind up in jail. And then he just goes and finds another crew of moral homeless vets who think they're getting something, and they're getting fucked is what they're getting. Well, they're getting fucked. They're getting oh, fucked if they join um, the crew anyway. Yeah, well, you know, you're homeless, and you're white, kind of white like white-minded and you know you're laying in the gutter the guy says hey i'm starting this compound you know come on out he's he looks you know mcmanus he's a fat guy he's got the word down sounds pretty good he he, he could pull a guy in the gutter and uh guy comes down he gets cleaned up everything's starting to go right you know he's got dirty deeds he's uh he, he's always he's a gift horse he's got it. who knows where he gets them but uh, he's always got shit to give away. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, hey, brother. Do you remember Mel when he came, when he came in the clubhouse trying to give shit away? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I wasn't there for that. So he gets out there you and know? gets a fool to get some trick into his compound and what I mean? Over time, they just start committing more and more crimes without even knowing about it. 
these, yeah, I'm doing stupid shit off on the side, just simple shit that the feds can pick you up for. And then, you know, a bunch of guys surely needed help. They're getting help all right, right from Uncle Sam, but it ain't like it was before. (laughs) (laughs) People probably get... People probably get tired of hearing us talk bad about other motherfuckers, but you know what? I look at it this way. If we can impart some of what's happened around us to other individuals and say, hey, this is what you need to look out for, these are the individuals you need to look out for, then you're a lot better in your life. Exactly. You know, you're a lot better, uh, you know, you know what I mean, Mel? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just said Mel. Um, you're gone. I, I just said Mel that um, um, Rabbi uh, uh, Lindstedt um, uh, has new criminal charges against him in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, what a surprise. What, what a surprise. Yeah, he he boogered a little too. Oh, yeah, I bet you love that, don't you, Rich? Um, no, I, um, uh, whenever I run somebody on a, on a, uh, on the, the service that I use, um, you can click on monitor even after you're done paying for it. Um, you know, and, and so I just put it on monitor, and, and all of a sudden it said, Martin looks at uh, some new information. Anything that goes to a county courthouse, Including, um, you know, Mel and I have to talk about this later, but anything goes to a county courthouse uh, pops up on my phone um, through this web through, through this, um, <laughs> this uh, website that I run people on, yeah. and uh, it popped up. Martin Lindstedt has got a, a fucking criminal fucking charge against him. And Mel, I don't think Mel's had time to research it because we've been busy as fuck. But uh, I'd like to know what it is. <clears throat> uh, well, he's got. I, he's he's got a fucking show. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is, yeah, he's got to be hanging real close there to Grannyville, because uh, there's 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 brothers all over the country see see that son of a bitch out in some place where he can be got to. Uh, we won't hear from him no more. Uh, Mel and, and Brother Terry fucking went to Granby, Missouri. You didn't see that on our website? What's that? When uh, you and Terry, uh, I was telling Rich, um, uh, Brother Rich, uh, that uh, you and you, Mel and uh, you, Mel and Terry, went to Granby, Missouri and, and tried to look up Lindstedt. And uh, the people that you uh, came in contact with didn't even know who the fuck he was. No, we have to go around the town. We stopped at a bar and It was a bar and grill, the only one in this little town, 2,500 people, 2,800 people. Uh, it was a little biker bar, and nobody knew him, nobody in town, not at the gas station. Uh, I mean, I told me at a half a beard, you think a small town like that, they point their finger right in the direction of the... Uh, and, you know... Uh, not that I was going to beat him up or anything. I was going to knock on his door and talk to him man to man and just shout, don't let him know it. You know, I don't appreciate you calling my show and disrupting my show like that. And, uh, usually when once the guy knows that you know where he lives, 
things change. And we didn't even have to knock on his door. Uh, just that little showing up in town and, and putting it on our website, uh, let him know that we know where he lives and that we ain't got a problem riding down there and having a talk with him. Uh, I, I want to talk respectful, but he don't want to play that way. And then he gets uh, I'm, I'm surprised as all. I'm surprised his own. He must not. He he must not have much of a decent family because any 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 kind of a decent family would have took care of that situation, you know. I, I yeah. I, I don't know. It must must be a whole fam family of rats. Well, no, he's got a whole flock of chickens in his church. Had have been around. Yeah, that's. Uh, 2001. I was in St. Louis and I heard that story on on the on the radio on the news. How this guy down in southern Missouri stole his grandkids from the from his parents, and then he had them locked off the property. And I believe that was his story. And he kept the kids for a long time, and you never heard nothing about it on the news. And the next thing you know, they got the kids. Finally, got the kids back from the grandparents, but. Uh, Suddenly, there, there was a possible chance the kids were child molested. Now, I don't know if that's his story, but that's the same story he come on the radio show and told us. Now, look, man, he, he, he just played the nut rule so he didn't have to go to prison or jail. He didn't get convicted. He probably followed, uh, what do they call uh, 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 pretty guilty, but... Because they got enough proof, but you're not guilty. Uh, so, oh, no, no. He, he, he pled, uh, pulled the insanity plea. Yeah, That's why it was in the uh, nut house. Yeah, so then, then he was in his own words on our own show. I believe he was listening at that time, Rich. And uh, he tells how, you know, he, he got out of it. They didn't convict him, but. It's pretty much a saying that he, he, they had enough evidence and they just put me someplace else, not prison. So they locked him up in the nut house. And, and uh, one, you can't be an Aryan Nations leader if you've been in the nut house. And two, if you've messed with your kids, let alone your own grandchildren. So the thing of it is, if him having family around there that cares about him, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, for for a lot of these cases, you know, I do. You know, we're we're in a Jew occupied country, so uh, when it comes to what you see and what you hear on the media, you got to take it all with a great big old grain of salt. But uh, you know who him him and for? me. His best, his best friend. Yeah, Glenn Miller. You know who Glenn Miller is, right? He told on uh, fucking not David right. He's the yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was one of his. That was one of his OCD rants. Yeah, I remember that now. Glenn Miller, and, yeah. and there's some other guy that, 
Yeah, yeah Brian yeah, Rio yeah. is yeah. the two, and yeah. Brian Rio. And Glenn Miller is on the border. So why would he what he have hanging around with Glenn Miller? Yeah. Well, you 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 can you you can tell you can tell if if a guy's a, a metal case, you know, uh, when they every time he opened his mouth, he had that that same rant. It's kind of like a broken record or something, and he he'd go through that yeah. same rant all over and over again. Yeah, and and yeah. he's a goddamn mic hog, you know. He, he once he started talking, uh, you couldn't shut the sob up, you know, and then. Uh, so yeah, well, what what really cooked it with me between me and him was he wanted to talk about his his uh, two speed Jesus or something, you know, du dual speed something or other. Oh, no, Christian identity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I figured what whatever, you know, I'll, I'll listen to anybody. But uh, you know, I I, I want to get if if it's a conversation, I want I at least want some uh air time you know and and i i was saying well whoa what about this what about what about that you know because you know that that, that whole thing is is just like a big piece of swiss cheese it's all full of holes when you look at it logically and uh yeah yeah he started yeah. getting all hot under the collar and then, then he and and then he started he started his like a bully you know how a bully talks he started he started this bullying shit you know and and uh and i told him up front you know i said i said hey you, i'll tell you what you, you're nothing but a coward and a bully you know you don't have any credibility with me you know your 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 rant here is insane and uh oh boy then, then he went off well i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and, and that's shortly after that uh, i think you guys got kind of got involved in the soap opera you know that was when when I, when I told him up front, yeah. hey, I'll fly to Missouri, you know, uh, we'll we'll get, we'll get the guys in the uh, Aaron Nations uh, gold and or black and silver now. We'll get the guys in the black and silver to come out there, and they'll make sure everything's on the up and up, you know. And you can step up to this old man that's probably what 20, 20 years older than you, and run that mouth to me <laughs> face to face, and we'll see. We'll see. You know, you 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 want to talk tough with me? That's fine. That's fine. I you know, but uh, you better have something behind that mouth when you come up, step up to me. And uh, he he never did well, take a step on that. He, he sort of, in fact, in fact, he kind of, I think he kind of curled up and hid for a while. <laughs> now, yeah, I was when I was up there. He tells the story about how he went over and picked up Glenn Miller. And then him and Glenn Miller drove down to Louisiana and picked up uh, Goulet, and then they drove out east and uh, swindled uh, what was that foundation out of the Aryan Nation money? They're supposed to send guys up to Butler's uh, gravesite every year, J.D. Oh, the Harold Grooms Memorial uh, Fund. Memorial the Harold Fund. Grooms Memorial Fund. And then uh, so Goulet went and swindled all this account for goddamn crack money now. And he still fucking does it to this day. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you know, we need to take that away from him, but uh, we're going to probably our take to fix a few questions. Well, it's all, it's all part and parcel to, you know, 
being being trapped in a Jew occupied country, it's uh, you know pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, they got they got all the money, they got all the power, they own the courts, all the branches of government, uh, you name it, they own it, they run it, they stole it, and uh, it's going to take quite a bit for them to even think about giving it up. So what what does that mean? You know, we're we're out here. We're out. We're out here, uh, kind of, you know, uh, picking, picking, you know what, with the chickens, you know, or, uh, you know, and uh, we got like, well, like I was talking about, uh, you know, Robert there earlier. You know, I, I maintained a friend, long-term uh, friendship with Robert, you know, even after that, that whole MC business went the way it did, and, uh, you know, and and you know, he's he was trucking. He had a, a trucker job. And, He'd be out on the road and lonely, so he'd give me a call. We'd chew the fat for about an hour, you know. But uh, yeah, he Rob, Robert's a good guy. He he really is. He he just is not mentally equipped. Uh, what what he had, you know, had he had this uh, grandiose plan and all, which was great, but but it takes a certain stable mentality to. Uh, put something like that together and then uh, deal with things, you know, on the up and up. And he, he just wasn't, he wasn't uh, equipped for that. He doesn't, didn't have the uh, strength of will and maturity, you know, that that, that sort of thing would have taken. But but even, even so, you know, well, we gave it a shot. You know, we gave it a shot and, and uh, it didn't work out, and that's just the way it is. But I'm not going to talk bad about Robert in that respect because, in his heart of hearts, I know he's a good well, guy. He, he just, uh, you know, he tried to make a bunch of trouble yeah. for us with some other group, uh, and so he didn't leave very honorably, and and he still has some of our property. Oh. So when I do catch him, it's not going to yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be <laughs> That wasn't. That was. That was not Robert. That was Robert. Even talk about I know for a fact. I know for a fact. That was not Robert. That was not Robert. That was. Uh, that was his old lady. You know, who's well, quite frankly, yeah. got him pussy whipped. But uh, yeah, it was her. It was her yeah. connections that. that Caused caused all that shit. Yeah, she's she's yeah, a real shit stirrer. That one. She's uh, and you know that and 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 there again, you know, it's it's uh, like I say, Robert doesn't have the strength of will. You know, he doesn't uh, he doesn't have the, the that kind of relationship. You know, where where the man is is uh, basically the shot caller and the old lady. You know, she's she kind of uh, helps helps him out. You know. Uh, I, that didn't didn't work out for them, but uh, yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, even so, I mean, yeah, you know, the guy, the guy's weak-willed, you know, this is the only only so, best way to describe it, and you, uh, you know, in, in, in a, that's kind of the way I. over man, man over woman, woman over children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyhow, you know. You know. When he came up, Rich, you know, and he uh, he got his patch and everything. Uh, I was there, Mel fucking gave his bottom rocker, this and that, and the other thing. But you know what? 
I kind of watched as he was at the table with us, and he was cutting off patches off of different things to create his patch and stuff. I watched Liz in action, and I thought to myself, dude, you're a good motherfucker, but I could see where Liz was going to create some problems. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there again, you know, it's... It, you know, you just you just kind of observe things objectively, you know, and you can get a pretty good picture, you know. But I, I, the thing the thing is, uh, the the big the biggest the, the the biggest failing in that that whole Robert issue is, you know, uh, in a in a in a in a less stressful situation, you know, in a less stressful position, you know, as as just a uh, a follower, you know, I, I think I think he would have been golden. You know, I, I think he would have he would have done any damn thing the club wanted him to do. You know, and without hesitation. But that that wasn't the situation. He, right? The guy was put. These men are going to come down that clubhouse and tell got, you guys how to cut how to mow your fucking grass, how you park your car, and how to clean your house. But he ain't man enough to tell his little lady he wears the fucking pants. Yeah. Yeah, I can't deny that. <laughs> you well and, and it was it wasn't just Liz. Uh uh Liz Liz got got a uh, couple other old ladies involved in their little scheme of uh uh we're going to we're going to oh, take Lord. over, you know, we're we're not going to let the men we're not going to let the men do this thing because it's going to be trouble. It's going to break up our our uh, incomes and it's it's going to break up our homes and uh, it's going to cause a whole lot of trouble and so blah 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 and so forth you know so yeah it wasn't it wasn't just Liz I mean she, she could she couldn't I don't think she could actually did what she did uh, with without uh, at least one or two brothers uh, in a similar situation one one of them being a hopeless alcoholic with and they had. They had what four or five kids, you know, and and uh, he he was the main earner, you know, for the family. So you know, so he was out there busting his ass, uh, you know, way too long every day. I mean, he was he was working way too hard and uh, hitting the bottle to you know help keep help keep everything on the up and up uh, brain wise. You know how that goes. Well, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and his, his old lady, she had just another schemer, another uh, manipulating bitch. And uh, well, you know, mm -hmm. let's face it. You know, if if you let the bitch, if you let the bitch uh, have her own way, that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, she's she's going to take over and, and uh, wear the pants in the family. And uh, I, I don't know. It's I guess it works for some some relationships. Uh, yeah. Well, he did take her last name. Rich, we got a name for that. It's called What's that? Simple. We got a name for that. It's called yeah. well, uh, Robert. Robert did take Liz's last name. Yeah, he was cut simple. Yeah, I I don't know. So you didn't know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, he yeah, he took Liz's well, last name when they when they got married. Yeah, I I think you know I, I think he did say something 
you know, kind of about that, but it was, it was, it was because he was dodging child support or, uh, he, he was dodging, he was dodging, some, trying to dodge some commitment so he could go out and, you know, have a full-time job without, uh, having, having the bulk of his paycheck carved out before he got it. Yeah. Child support. Yeah. He's dodging uh, child support. Uh, that's why he was having a problem yeah. getting that, uh, he was having a problem getting his passport for Canada. He had to get a temporary where he could only stay over there for so long. So when they catch up with him, they'll be booting him out like an illegal alien in America. <laughs> yeah, if I, yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, if, if he thinks he's going to run up to Canada and get away, uh, you know, better think again. You know, a guy, a guy can yeah. do that. You take these... Uh, Take these independent contract jobs, uh, you know, and uh, dodge the child support that way. You know, we get these. Uh, pretty, the jobs you've got are pretty good, yeah. right? And a good white man takes care What's of it? his kids. Oh, yeah. That's the these jobs yeah, yeah. are pretty good. I don't know what he does with his money, but... Uh, but I mean, every good white man pays for his kids, and this guy's dodging on his own kids. He can't be any part of any club because a man that won't stick with his children ain't going to stick with his brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that there too. You know, there's there's uh, two sides to that story. I I paid that damn child support. Uh, and, and, uh, I fought for custody from the divorce and I, and I, I could not, uh, win custody of my daughter. And then, uh, you know, I, I was, it's just a big, big cluster. Right. But anyway, I, I did, I, 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 I paid, I paid, I paid that child support month after month and hell, even in the eighties when, uh, when the economy went in the crapper and everybody went down to work in uh, 20 hours a week, you know, and I, I tried to stay up with it, but I started falling behind and bitch goes right to a lawyer, right, right to a goddamn lawyer. Next thing I know, this lawyer is calling me on the phone saying, you got to pay your child support. And I'm saying, well, how the hell am I going to do that? And she said, well, that's easy. You just sell your house, you sell your car, you sell everything you own and pay up. And and that was that 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 and I was talking. To, she was talking to me on the phone, and I said, "Well, I said I'll tell you what the problem with that is." I said, "Bitch, if you run me down to nothing left to lose, uh, you don't want to be anywhere I can get to you." <laughs> and I I slammed the phone down in her ear, you know, and uh, never did ever did hear from from that again. But. Uh, the economy came back, and and uh, I caught up on my child support, and that was that was the end of that. But yeah, but you're not trying to guide him with your kid, just like any one of us guys in the black and silver solution. I mean, hell, some of us are taking care of kids that ain't even ours. Uh, a few of the guys got yeah. women that are put the bill for them kids too. Uh, yeah, but you know, and uh. Well, 
Yeah, all, all that's well and good until some Jew lawyer gets a shot at, you know, crushing the white man. And that's, and yeah, then, that's you know, these, these child support, well, these child support Maybe judgments are stupid, you know. They don't, 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 Turn, turning into a, a free spirit hippie and, and uh, despite all of the shit that my baby girl grew up with, she turned out okay. <laughs> In fact, uh, she's living right here next door to me now. So, yeah, it all worked out. Mm-hmm. I got a grand, I got a grandson yeah. that's taller than I, he's taller than I am, wears the same shoe size, big strapping boy. He's a good one too, but uh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what he don't he don't give a shit. All he care all he cares about is number one. That's all that's all that boy cares about. He takes care of number one first, and then family family comes in uh, a second, and uh, and that's the way he's gonna he's gonna live his life. He I tried to talk to him about the movement or white genocide or. Uh, you know some some of the stuff that uh, you know I have decided to uh, take to heart, and, and he said he just says, "What was the last time I tried to talk to him? What what the hell did he say?" Uh, he said, "Grandpa, he says, when I hear all your negative, when I hear all your negativity, my mind just shuts off." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said, "Okay, boy, you know, you have it your way." It is pretty liberal up there, by the Yeah. Well, the good the good news is my shop's got motorcycles in it again. <laughs> They're not Harley's. Uh, he 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 come home. He came back. Uh, oh gosh, a couple months ago. Well, they 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 moved down from Alaska, and uh, uh, my daughter my daughter got him a job. Uh, down on the tight flats where she works and he was down there working and and then uh, he got his own job <laughs> and now he works both jobs <laughs> but uh yeah he come he come come pushing them pushing this motorcycle this uh four-cylinder suzuki 850 suzuki he, he comes he pushed that damn thing all the way home from a, several blocks away you know and it, it's a shaft drive uh, motorcycle and it, it's not not like pushing a you know some little light bike but he pushed it all the way home and he said grandpa look what i got for a hundred dollars i looked at it and i thought well you know if there's any hope for this thing that's probably a pretty good buy so it's in the shop now and uh like i said he's a real independent little cuss you know he'll if he if he wants advice if he wants to know something he'll ask me but if I go out and offer and say, well, you know, you, 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 you know, you know how that that wire loom works. Do you know? Do you know how to read it? Read the uh, the schematics, and 
you know, he's like, well, yeah, he says, I, I, I downloaded it off the internet. He says, I got it. You know, <laughs> that's okay, boy. But, uh, yeah, well, he, 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 uh, hobby. Getting the Climber. Well, I steered him towards the climber manuals, but uh, yeah, the, cl the only difference between Haynes and Climber is Climber, Floyd Climber, uh, he, he had all these all these little workarounds in there, like for sink sinking the uh, vacuum on the carburetors, you know, to sinking the carburetors up, you know, and. Uh, Oh hell! I I had a climber manual shit way back when I bought a four cylinder Honda in Yakuska, Japan, and uh, put it put it on the ship in a crate. Put it got home and put it together on the pier. And uh, I, I although I really didn't need it, uh, the bike that bike ran flawlessly. But uh, I did. I went out and I bought a Floyd climber manual. And I was reading on there, and he and and, the, and it said, now for sinking the carburetors, you can go out and you can buy this kit. I, th I think it was like a damn near a hundred dollars with four vacuum gauges and all, all of this stuff and all of these, you know, special little uh, attachments and that sort of thing. And he said, or uh, you can take twenty feet of Tigon tubing, four tomato juice cans, and make a manometer that that actually works better, you know. Than the high dollar uh, instrument. <laughs> I did just you know I had a little workarounds there, you know, and then it was a it was a do it yourself, basically a freebie, you know. Yeah, that old Floyd Climber man, that, yeah. that old boy was sharp. But uh, yeah, the the eight fifty is still back there. Last last I looked, the uh, the car the, we we got it running. We got it running and, and uh, yeah, it was coughing and spitting and backfiring and, and uh, put a put a new set of plugs in it. That helped a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I've got it. Got a new battery, you know, and and whatnot. But uh, e even so, you know, it just it, you, you get up to certain RPM and it sounded like the, the valves are starting to float or something. So uh, he, there again, he of his own own bullet. Of his own volition, he decided it was might be carburetor problems, and that was the, la the last time I looked back there in the shop. <clears throat> he had the carburetors off and, and up on a bench, so you know, and, uh, but I, and a, and a big can of carburetor cleaner. If you can get it running, put a little speed foam in it, and then let that, that a lot of times will clean them carburetors and lube them right up. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, offering that boy advice is, you know, he's he's he don't want no advice. He wants to do it all himself. He wants to learn the hard way, I guess. And I don't know where the hell he got that from, <laughs> but uh, he 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 hobbied he, <laughs> he, he hobbied, he hobbied around a little. Yeah, no, I have no idea. It must be his mother. <laughs> well, no, his grandpa. <laughs> Or maybe his grandpa. Well, I mean, his not his grandpa, his great grandpa. His great grandpa was a little hard oh, headed too. Yeah, Has yeah, not like it, I mama. Am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. to think about your mama.
uh, boss has been on the uh, kick about forgiving your mama and i'm like well i can't forget my mama she's in a fucking urn but you know okay i forgive her <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 that's well, like my like he's, he's gonna earn i kept yeah. telling him boy i said i kept telling him you know it ain't a real motorcycle you know unless it's a v-twin and and uh he, he kind of grit his teeth you know and, you know look look around a little bit like uh shut up old man you know i want to ain't a motorcycle well damned if he didn't go out uh yeah and, and i think he did it just to spite me he got he got another uh suzuki a v twin suzuki and uh, it's yeah. a dandy i mean looks just like come looks just like it come off the showroom floor and uh he he bought it for eleven hundred dollars damn thing it don't, it don't have hardly any miles on it some guy had bought it as a hobby bike and um he he uh, went to start it up and ride it around and uh it's, it was crapping out on him so you know rather, rather than to uh, look into it deal with it or anything he just he just put it up on uh I, i'll tell you what my grandson he's got a nose for bargains he, he was, I found it somewhere on the internet for eleven hundred dollars and it ran and he he was he tried to ride it home not, not understanding this boy has no motorcycle experience so he he paid the money and he, he climbed on that that motorcycle and started headed home and he got got about halfway home and it crapped out and uh he pulled over side and farted around with a little bit got it running again about about a mile down the road it crapped out again so he it, it was a uh, he left it in a church parking lot and then uh next day he comes over and he says grandpa he says i i need to borrow your truck and I said, okay, you know, sure, no problem. What do you, you know, anything I can help you with? So he told me this motorcycle story. So I went out and I got a, I got one of those little small wheel blow trailers, you know, it's easy to get stuff in and uh, latched onto that. And we went out and we, we wrestled that sucker. Oh, raining, cold, miserable. <laughs> you know, we wrestled it up into that, that trailer and brought it home. And, uh, and he was i was talking to him about it and he said well when it was running it ran great and i said mm, hey, okay well can't be that big of a problem so we got to looking around looking around and the the battery case you access the battery case directly from the bottom the, and the, the housing has a trap door on it and you open it up well when you put the battery when you put the battery back together uh you got you got to go in through a couple blind holes and and uh catch catch the bolt which goes into the little nut that's that's trapped in the lead on the on the battery terminal, you know, and tighten it up. Well, what had happened? What had happened was I I don't know I, but, but somebody somebody had had uh, knocked that nut loose out, out of the little lead uh, fixture on the battery. So the the yeah, it was the bolt was just just kind of hanging loose. Yeah, the bolt was just kind of yeah, hanging loose there on the terminal. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't quite hear. Quite often. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, the upshot was, shit. We we didn't fart around with it, but there, but for a half hour, and uh, got a sweet ride 
I mean, you know, eleven hundred dollars. You know, I, I don't, I don't think you can do that very often. Get, uh, it's, it's, it's not an eight fifty though. It's, uh, I think it's a seven fifty cc, seven hundred and fifty cc V twin. And uh, yeah, I, I took it out. I took. Is it that V-Star bike? Called V-Star, Yamaha V-Star. No, it's a, a, a Suzuki. Oh, Suzuki. Uh, yeah. Shaft, shaft drive, you know. It's a, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's a real smooth rider. Yeah, I took it out a little bit after he got it running. He, wa he wanted Grandpa to ride it, so I, I took, took it out and did a little putt around on it and uh yeah boy it's it's a good reliable solid transportation I, i'll give it that but uh anyway yeah i got i got motorcycles in my shop again but i uh i got a uh i got i got a uh a problem with one of my heirs and uh shit you know a long long time ago uh I, I I blew it out. I was uh, scuba diving, and and I blew it out. Uh, uh, come coming up uh, to the surface, and it, it, my ear didn't equalize, and then it got one of, with that little tube that runs runs down into your throat from your ear, got plugged up or something. But a, anyway, uh, over the years that has gotten worse and worse, and uh, I got problems now with my equilibrium. And uh, shit, I yeah. I even get on the bicycle. I just what I get on a bicycle and I wibble wobble around like I like I need training wheels, you know. But uh, I got it. I got it in my mind. I'm I'm gonna uh, after the weather gets a little better and and if the, when the boys at work, uh, I might get that scooter out and and just take it take it around for little short putts and see if I can't get my equilibrium back. My daughter, my daughter wants the eight. Yeah, my daughter, she wants the eight fifty. She wants, she wants to go out riding with her son. So uh, that's that's the big plan. She's gonna, she's gonna get the eight fifty, and he's he, he's gonna uh, ride that uh, seven fifty. But it's kind of funny, you know. You you look you can look at him sitting on that seven fifty, and and he's so tall and and big and tall. You know, he looks out of proportion. You know, <laughs> it looks like that 750 isn't big enough for him. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe who knows? He might catch the fever and uh, get a Harley. That'd sure make Grandpa grin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rich, if you're trying to get your equilibrium back, I got a fucking heritage here for sale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that, that one of them self-balancing motorcycles? No, it's one of them hard tail. You better be ready to fucking ride motorcycles. <laughs> now it's a badass motherfucker. One, one of our regular callers. We got a couple of our regular callers or bikers. Say, uh, one, one fella goes by Confederate Edition. And apparently he's got he's got a, a uh, an edition a Harley edition called the Confederate edition, 
and uh, uh, it, it was it was like a little one-off uh, production run, kind of rare. But uh, yeah, that's that's his pride and joy. He's got a Confederate edition Harley. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there was another another guy. He goes by uh, uh, I can't think of what he what his handle is, but it it, it is some some kind of uh, V something or other. But it doesn't really make any difference. Yeah, we got we got a couple bikers. Couple good guys. I've got a really, really, really good uh, uh, crowd. You know, every morning I, I, I see you don't want to advertise anybody else's deal, so you know, I, I won't go into it too much. But uh, yeah, we got yeah. they're starting to grow. Yeah, we got uh, got blown <clears throat> out. We got blown out by rants, which was uh, it's what Don Black uses for for his Starfront show. And somebody somebody called up rents and, and uh, we had, we had a brother that was talking about a uh, well the way he was talking he was kind of libeling himself or or something I I don't know it was just some bullshit niggly thing but it but it was enough to cause rents to uh, throw uh, Stormfront Action Radio you know out. Uh, because uh, old Jeff Rents, you know, they, you know how the Jew rolls. It made him an offer he couldn't refuse, so he kicked us out. And uh, so we we all went underground. We're we're uh, we're on a a, a different uh, format called uh, free conference call, just a lot like talk show, pretty much the same thing. It started out. We got oh, a. That's what you're doing. With your group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it cover uh, cover a variety of issues. Yeah. We got. Uh, they, they write Harley's too. Say say what? You're you're kind of breaking up. Couple, you said you had a couple guys on bikes. that say they ride Harley's too. Yeah, well, at least one of them. He's got he's got a Confederate edition Harley. I, I, I guess it's kind of rare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harley, Harley took Harley. That you know, with all this stuff about Confederate flags and and all that, Harley uh, kind of disowned it. You know, they they just uh, they scrubbed uh, all the information about it uh, out, and and uh, so you got to kind of kind of dig a little bit to get information on that that particular issue of uh, Harley Davidson. But uh, you know, it was part of it's part of their production run. You know, like uh, like Jeep makes uh, 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 what is it? The Rang not the Wrangler. Uh, Eddie Bauer. You know, Jeep makes an Eddie Bauer edition. You know, in their production run. Well, Harley made a uh, a Confederate edition. And uh, no, Eddie Bauer is bored. Got a Confederate flag on the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you might be able to dig around and find pictures of pictures of it someplace. But uh, no, these guys these guys are not you know they're not club bikers. They just they just you know love to ride and you know it's part of their deal. 
but uh, we talk about uh, uh, we talk about developing our our own economy, our our own means of, of trade. Uh, try and talk about uh, putting together a, a you know a, a national and an international white community uh, where wherein we uh, we work with each other for goods and services and uh, you know develop that spirit of camaraderie that, that we should have in in uh, you know a, a real normal government and, and uh, culture and uh, I'll talk about that we got we got one guy that's really really heavy duty into common law old guy old fiery Texan that uh, talks a million miles an hour but uh, yeah he's pretty sharp he's pretty sharp on that stuff common law and uh, then well we got Dr. Hill there who's who runs the uh, League of the South uh, and uh, Father Francis from up in uh, Tennessee and he's he's trying to put put together a, a kind of an agricultural co-op uh, you know uh, uh, guys uh, do, growing growing their own beef and and then uh you know uh bartering and trading and and uh, that sort of thing and it's all it's all up in the air right now i mean it's generating a hell of a lot of interest but uh you know, who knows i mean it might take root you know we might uh might end up actually coming up with something uh that we can all benefit from you know and 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 even even by participating and feel like we're, you know, part of the the greater white community that should have always been and should have never been divided up and set on each other like like it has been. Uh, well, we've never, we've never um, not considered consider you a brother, bro. Oh no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not. No, don't don't take me wrong. I I don't know what I said wow. to give you that idea. But uh, uh, we get uh, Father Francis and uh, Robert, who is Robert, and I kind of put put it together for uh, you know one, one of these uh, talk program uh, formats uh, and uh, on free conference call. Uh, they they actually went uh, they went to uh, uh, not not uh, Charlottesville, but that other that next deal they had that unite the right cluster fuck up there in DC. Oh, and uh, yeah, 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 they were, they were, they were, act, we were actually live streaming them. Uh, they were right there, right there with all the folks up there uh, marching in DC. And uh, we got, we got live reports and, you know, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty cool. You know, really, I mean, it felt, felt almost like big league there. We were, Little, little tiny big leaguers, you know. We had we had reporters in the field, and they were given a live report as as things went down. Uh, they they actually talked to that. Uh, oh, what's that? Jason Kessler, the guy that the guy that ostensibly put that all together, and uh, you know, some of the other uh, people there. And uh, yeah, it was that was a pretty good time. Uh, we had a live stream event. Well, anyhow, that's what I've been up to. That and I'm 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 cat farming now. You see my, 
I don't know if you can see my picture here on the screen. I got one of my cats there. Those are uh, uh, kind of a kind of a funny story. I uh, I quit working up in Alaska that uh, year before last was my last year, and uh, I took took this year off or well this last year off, and uh, I I noticing mice. I was I was seeing mice, and uh, my old cat she. She was just on her last legs anyway, and she finally gave up the ghost. And, and uh, I kind of mentioned to my daughter, you know, uh, I need another cat. I need a mouser. Well, she she got to talking to her niece uh, down in uh, uh, Vancouver, and the the niece she she's uh, she's involved with this this esoteric group of of uh, actors. And uh, knows know some, some pretty pretty esoteric individuals, I guess you might say. And one of them was this gal, and and she said, "Well, I got I got these kittens that you know I, I want to give away." So word gets back to me, you know, and uh, my my great niece uh, Sam Samantha, she sent she sends her husband Joe up with this box of kittens and there's three of them in there and I look I opened it up and I, I turned the box over here in the living room and the them little kittens they got got out and they were running around you know like kittens do and uh, uh, Joe told me he said well he said uh, the instructions are uh, pick one you know and and I'll take the rest back and I'm uh, watching those cute little buggers about about five minutes. I said, "Well, what if I wanted to keep all three? <laughs> so yeah, I ended up with these, and they're they're they are pure white, flame point Siamese cats. They're damn good mousers, and uh, yeah, I, I call them my shoot stoffel. <laughs> I got I got a, a cat tree here right next to the couch. They they sit up in that cat tree. It looks like a guard tower, and they sit up there and look around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're my shoot stoffel. They they guard mouse wits. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah. So so I've turned I'm turning into a cat lady, guys. <laughs> I'm turning into a cat lady. I'm turning into a cat lady. Yeah. <laughs> never, never pictured myself, you know, some old coot with a bunch of cats. But here I am. You remember? Did you watch Natural Born Killer? Rich? I don't think so. I don't think so. Killers, uh, yeah, they have a big uh, prison fight. The fight's going on around this guy's head in the middle of the screen. Uh, I did time with him in Statesville. They call him Catman. He, in uh, Statesville, it's a little Lincoln built the place. And uh, you, you you can have cats in there, in your cell. If you oh, yeah. They, they just, they're like elephants. It's so uh, uh, They got a guy breeding cats and they call him Catman. And he was on the movie Netflix. Be like Catman, you're always selling 
cat. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be selling any cats. These guys are going to the vet here the 21st. We're going to we're going to make sure oh. that we don't have any unwanted cats. They are. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're purebreds. I'm sure they're purebreds, though. But uh, e even so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be in the cat ranching business. <laughs> hey, got this one. Yeah, what? One of them is this this uh, cute female. And and she's kind of buddied up to me, you know. She's she's the one to jump up and sleep with me, you know. And uh, she purrs and and you know with all that stuff that cats do and everything. But uh, boy, I'll tell you, when it's chow time, she comes up and and she's all lovey friendly and everything. And if if I'm if I'm not paying attention to her, and she's trying to tell me it's dinner time, you know, she'll get she'll get up get up further and closer and closer to my face and the next thing i know i turn around and look and her head is right there and she bites my nose <laughs> not hard oh. not hard just a little just a little uh little love nip you know it's like hey old man it's time to eat get up you know get off your ass and feed me <laughs> tickles the hell out of me <laughs> yeah I lose you. Yeah, am I am I coming through real skippy? Yeah, my I, I uh accidentally deleted my show off. Now you're coming through good. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the prop the problem if you got several open microphones, you know, as as long as the folks that aren't talking are are staying below the threshold of the mic, you know, it's okay. But if you you get yet any anything that that causes that mic to automatically key up, then then you get all kinds of stuff. You get skippiness and echoes and you know that sort of thing. But I think I'm preaching to the choir. You guys know that, don't you? Oh yeah, I mean I'm still here. Tonight. <clears throat> yeah. So you guys, you guys still going and growing then? Yeah, oh, we've been we've been uh, growing. Yeah, we've been growing for a long time. Yeah, hey, I'm glad to hear it. You know, we never take a step back. We always make three, three or four steps forward. Well, that's a fact. And, you know, cream rises occasionally, <laughs> you know, uh, any, any any kind of a situation like this, you know, there's uh, there's going to be those that, uh, those that work out and those that don't work out. <laughs> so you get, right. you get it. Yeah, start start getting enough that would actually work out, and you know, come on board with the crew, and everybody's going the same direction. It can be a, a like this old buddy of mine used to say, a butiferousness. <laughs> it it could be a butiferousness. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that's a that's another brother that I routinely uh, think about. You know, you go out you go out by yourself out back and and you're standing there and you got a beer you just open you just kind of pour about half of it out in the ground thinking about all the all the lost comrades the older you get the more beer you pour out <laughs> but uh yeah yeah he was he was a heck of a guy he was airborne uh in korea and uh he he was there he saw all kinds of action the rangers and uh then uh he, he when i met him uh, him and his wife were looking for a place to live, and and uh, I rented to him on a handshake, and uh, they ended up living there. Geez, you know, fifteen years better. Till uh, yeah, then he got uh, yeah he got uh, he had he had his own uh, gunsmithing shop set up uh, in their in their place over there. I had this uh, used used to be. Uh, attached garage duplex and I converted it over I, I converted those uh, attached garages into into uh, combination recreation and utility room with the washer dryer and little half bath and all that and uh, he he on his side over there he, he he set up a gunsmithing shop and boy I mean he he was good too I mean uh, yeah he did all kinds of uh, gunsmithing had a had a big old safe, great great big old heavy industrial type gun safe, and uh, yeah, he, he always had had guns moving in and out of that safe. Yeah, he, he had had people that that he did business with on you know on a on a friendly basis. Yeah, he was sure he was a good guy. He was just uh, he him and I. Uh, I, 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 uh, in the days of yore, uh, I took a, uh, 53 CJ3A Willie's body, little, little tiny, smallest Jeep that Jeep made. And, uh, then I, I got a, a 76 Chevy Love. I bought it, bought it from the coast and the saltwater rotted the body all the hell and, uh, picked it up for a song, but it was really good mechanically. And uh, I pulled every, everything off that uh, the frame up on that that Chevy Love, uh, shortened the frame up. Geez, I don't know quite a bit. I ended up with about a, a 13 inch drive shaft, and uh, married everything up, got it all centered up, and, and put it all back together on a you know cut to fit, paint to match basis. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I, that Jeep was my my everyday driver. You know, my my work car and my fun car. Uh, and I had an old dog that helped me build it, and uh, she was a necessary accessory every time I got in that thing and went to start it up. You know, she had to be there in the passenger seat. But uh, yeah, Pat, uh, Tom. Tom was his name. Uh, and uh, Tom. Tom and I. Uh, it, it was a, an event. Every time there was a gun show. Uh, we'd get together early in the morning. We'd jump in that Jeep and we'd take off and uh, go go hit the gun show, make a day of it. That was those were pretty good times. Pretty good times. Yeah. Yeah. He got he uh, 
he they they really screwed him over uh, uh, with his retirement and social security and all of that, and uh, he got he lost a buttload of retirement because remember Bernie Madoff and and those those bastard Jews that was stealing everybody's retirement funds. So he he went back to work. He got a, he got a job working for a, a, an asphalt company, trucking trucking asphalt. And he'd, he'd go down, uh, I don't know, got down some maybe down to Vancouver someplace. But he'd drive his truck down there and fill it up with asphalt, and then drive it back and deliver it uh, to to the uh, various stations of the outfit he was working for. And uh, he had had pumps on it, and the 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 routine the when they offloaded that, of course, that asphalt, you know, that stuff is really hot uh, in order in order to be able to pump it. And he he had he did his setup. He got his hose hose connected and all of that. <clears throat> and there's a, a a valve on the truck that you open, and then there's a valve on the other end for for wherever you're delivering it. And uh, he he got it all set up. And he got that asphalt flowing flowing uh, through the hose, and some jackass didn't know what the hell he was doing. For some uh, apparently, you know, they were starting to get full. You know, at which point, you know, he should have flagged Tom, and and Tom should have shut everything down. But instead of flagging Tom, he just walked over and shut the valve. Well, after he, when he shut the valve, then that, that powerful pump immediately started building up pressure in that hose. And uh, Tom Tom heard the engine in his truck starting to load down. And he went back there and he realized what was going on. And what he should have done was just walked away and let the damn thing blow up. But he tried to play hero and go back there and shut it down. And he got back there. And about the time he got back there, the, the hose exploded. And he just got sprayed head to toe with uh, red hot asphalt it was it was oh yeah god it was awful and uh they rushed him up uh, they had we got a, a pretty good hospital here with with uh uh, uh one, of, one of those trauma care units uh, specializes in the trauma and they got him up in there and uh, yeah they kept him alive and damned if the tough old bird didn't recover i mean he 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 came through it but but I tell you the pain that poor old guy went through. I I would I, I would I, I swear to God you know I, I would have took the uh, the midnight special. But uh, he stuck with it and uh, and and came through. But he he never really really recovered. And uh, he had all he had to have all kinds of surgeries and shit. And then uh, uh, he that's that ended up uh, what killed killed him. He got a he got a blood clot, and uh, his he he told Patty his wife. He says he told her that you know his leg was really hurting bad, which wasn't uncommon. He had all kinds of parts that hurt really bad, and uh, it turned out uh, that was a blood clot, and uh, it of course it broke loose, and, and and I guess what do they do? They get up in your brain or something or someplace, and anyhow, it killed him pretty quick. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's that brother's story. I, I, you know, I, I like every now and then. I, old Tom comes into my thoughts. You know, and like I said, I'll, 
I'll go out back and crack a cold one. Me and Tom will share a beer. Those guys that got hit with the hot car doing a roof. You know, I, I seen a guy. I know uh, one of the waitresses at the restaurant I worked at when I was a teenager. Uh, her husband half of his face is a purple scar because he got hit with hot car on his face. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 oh yeah. It ain't pretty. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I think I, I think it, it would have killed, uh, you know, uh, some other person. But old Tom, his last name was Duffin and he, he was Aryan Irish and, and he was one tough old guy. He was he would just, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing uh, got up on him. You know, <laughs> he, he did it his way right to the very end. I get to talking to him though, and I I can still see him in his mind's eye. He had he had his lifetime NRA hat that he always wore. He was a, a full blown NRA member, and he 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 always wore his NRA hat. And he'd, he'd sit there all kicked back with the beer in his hand, and that hat cocked back on his head, and big old Irish grin on his face, and chewing the fat, you know. Yeah. Big old Irish grin. Yeah. Can't beat that. Yeah. His his widow ended up. Uh, she moved back with with some of her kin. Uh, I think in Kansas. Last I heard, or maybe might have been Missouri, Kansas City. I think yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, she had. Uh, they had had a daughter, grown daughter that. Uh, Came up and got her, her, her and her family came up and they helped her pack up and move. Yeah. Hell, I don't even know if she's still alive. <coughs> I haven't talked talked to her in ages. Oh yeah. But you know, as 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 it happens, you know, sometimes when. The husband husband passes away. You know, the wife just goes to hell in the handbasket, and that was that was Patty. I mean, she she was always there with the, you know, uh, ready with a grin and a comment and wanting to know you want a cup of coffee, you want a beer, you know, have a seat, sit down, and uh, yeah, she was that kind of gal, that kind of wife, that kind. Of, yeah, she was that kind of a wife. Uh, she's a good woman, and. Uh, after Tom died, uh, yeah, she just—I don't know. I mean, she's just like, just like uh, she died too. You know, the only problem was she was still breathing. You know, yeah, pretty sad, pretty sad case. But like I said, her family come. That her family come. Yeah. Well, her family come and they get they gathered her up and 
and and moved her uh to, so she could go live with them and uh, you know i i did i talked to her on the phone one time uh i can't even can't remember what the occasion was and uh, she kind of sounded a little bit like the old patty you know like she was doing okay so kind of kind of got through it yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, listen, listen, yeah. listen, listen. Yeah, listen to me bringing all the gloom and doom. <laughs> bringing, I'm bringing all the gloom and doom into the conversation. This, this is why. This is, this is, this is why people avoid us old folks. You know. For, for one thing, yeah. we'll talk your ears off, and for another. For for another, all we want to do is reminisce and about the gloom and doom. You know, this this one's this one's dead oh, and gone, knowledge. and that one's dead and gone. And... <laughs> Plus, I'm turning into a cat lady. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you got to depend on other people to do it for you. I got, you know, a couple aluminum blankets. I got tarps. I got fucking water purification. I got uh, fishing gear and, you know, and, and every bag. I mean, <clears throat> everything you could think of that you would need. A saw. I mean, 
Band-Aids, first aid kit, all within under uh, 40 pounds. So I mean, so I can hike more than five miles a day. Yeah. Well, my my daughter got a, she got a pretty good dose of those Aryan genes. Uh, when when uh, she lived up in Alaska, she had a sailboat, and she, uh, it was uh, there down there in Seward, and she actually lived on it for a while. And she, she loves sailing. Boy, I mean that that girl, she, you get her close to the ocean, and she she perks right up. But we, our our big master plan for when the shit hits the fan. So we we like to go down to the marinas and look at the rich rich people's uh, sailboats, and we we pick out which one we're gonna we're gonna take when that shit hits the fan. And there ain't no law. We got we got to figure. <laughs> I, I got I, I I got I got an, I got enough uh, survival uh, gear and food and stuff put back. Could uh, just uh, load loaded up in the pickup. You know, um, probably get it all in one load and go go down to the marina there and kill whoever we have to kill and, and uh, take take one of those big uh, two masters. Big, we figured two a two master, about a hundred hundred foot two master, and do it for us. And uh, yeah, we just just get the hell out of Dodge, head for Alaska because there is. <laughs> there, there's miles and miles and miles and miles up there that that uh, don't have nobody in them. So yeah, and uh, you look pretty good actually. I think you know a little bit of luck and a little bit of grit. You know, get by, survive. I, you know, I've, I've seen you know, uh, uh, brother. I've seen a 56 foot swan with a dual dual mass and yeah, a dual mass uh, that would with the desalinization plant on it um, that would would serve any purpose in, in, in the world. Uh oh. I mean, you know, it's only 56 foot. It's half the size of what you're talking about, but I mean, it it, it is a badass fucking sailboat. I got... I got kind of a weird I got kind of a weirdness going on here. All of all of a sudden I'm getting a text message from uh somebody on on the uh free conference call side wanting to know why they can't hear. They're trying to listen on their Mac. What I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of metadata that's coming across on the, uh, you know, from what I've been seeing, and um, you know, I'm, my security is up and running, and uh, I've warned uh, you might want to uh, run your your defenses on your computer as well, Rich. Um, there's some metadata. And I think it might be that little funky ass kid or the government. I don't know which one, but. Uh, it doesn't matter anything anything well, meta is not good. No, I I I recognize this person typing the message here. I I I yeah, I I don't think it's any any kind of a a hacker type situation. I think what it is is I might be having, I might have free conference call running and just uh, 
forgot about it. I'm going to check here and see. Yeah. Yeah, whoever it was there. Yeah. They 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 just uh, typed in a text message, you know, saying, "Why can't I hear show?" So I might be inadvertently simulcasting uh, on free conference call. Okay. Yeah. Now I got I got it up now. Yeah, and whoever it was. Uh, took off, and I'm, I'm the only one here right now. But we are—we're starting to do a lot of impromptu shows too. What's that? There's no one in there. Yeah, I'm the only one on on the. No, no, no. I'm talking. To, I'm not talking about talk show. I'm talking about free conference call. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it right. I'm looking at it right now. And uh, I, I I checked earlier to see if we were going to have a, an afternoon meet and greet. And uh, I kind of overslept. I missed it by about an hour, but uh, there was nobody there. And I I think I just just never did shut it down. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and uh, go ahead and shut it down now. Yeah, there we go. What is it, a meeting yeah. online or you got a nice call to meet downtown for coffee? Well, the morning, the morning show is getting more and more popular. And uh, like, like I say, uh, uh, Starfront Action Radio. Oh, okay. I thought, you, I, I thought you said the Martin show. I'm like, what? No, nah, hell no. <laughs> no, you get on uh, stormfront.org and you look on the main page there, and then uh, you got they, they, it. It says listen live to Don Black's show, and then down below that, it, it says uh, something like uh, new link uh, for Stormfront Action Radio, and that's us. Uh, okay. And it, like like I said, there was uh, oh we had we had our little soap opera there. Uh, Billy Roper was was uh, actually the host when when it was uh, directly attached to Stormfront. Him and and uh, uh, Father Francis and Doctor Hill. Uh, but Billy Roper, you know, he's he's Shield Wall Network. And uh, he, he's he, he's he's kind of a regular up there, uh, Pastor Rob's place, if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, and then Doctor Hill, League of the South, and all that. And uh, but Billy Roper, I'll, I'll give you guys a little of the uh, what's that when the girls get around and gossip? What what do they say? Get the dish. I'll give you guys some of the dish. <laughs> Well, got a bunch of old gossipy girls here. Uh, Billy Roper, you know, he he is a, he is a purist. He he is a pure D white nationalist, and uh, and uh, you know he he's a you know 
really uh, faith, faithful, true believer, you know, in in uh, the purity of Aryan blood, and and that's that sort of thing. Well, Father Francis, he's uh, he was consorting with the wrong type of people. He he was out there with uh, he was he was talking it up with uh, well Jason Kessler, and, uh, so, uh, some of them other guys, you know, like the Proud Boys and, and all of that. And uh, Billy got a real case of the ass over it. He didn't think the show should be anything but uh, pure white Aryan nationalist. Uh, you know, uh, let's hate niggers and Jews and, and <laughs> which I yeah I got nothing against that. I, I personally, you know, I figure brother whether whatever brother wants to do, he wants to do. You know, as long as he's white and and, and uh, somewhat somewhat motivated to, towards that uh, in that direction. Uh, and, uh, well, anyhow, you know, we could turn this into a four hour conversation in and of itself, but the, the nits and the grits, the, the bottom line was Billy got the ass and he wasn't going to be on Stormfront action radio as long as father Francis was on there because father Francis was not consorting was, was consorting with non-whites and talking about nationalist issues with non-whites, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know brother, brother just, uh, you know, he got up on his high horse there and got his nose out of joint. So he quit, he quit uh, Stormfront Action Radio. And then, uh, you know, he took a lot of some of his true believers with him. And I'm, I'm still getting blowback on that from the, our uh, forum on Stormfront, you know, these, these guys, ah, oh, you're just a bunch of wannabes, you know, you're riding uh, Don Black's coattails and uh, so on and so on, you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, got, 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 just got to put up with that shit, you know. I mean, if you can't let that shit roll off your back, then you don't even need to be uh, trying to put together any, any kind of a uh, f- format, you know, a cohesive white community. Uh, uh, in in a, in the real world, in my opinion. Well, even hell, even even Pastor Rob, you know, you know, Pastor Rob, he said, you know, we we got nothing against uh, we got nothing against uh, the other races and all of that. We just don't want nothing to do with them. You know, we want to do our own thing, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But. Uh, I think I think a certain amount of flexibility is is, is called for uh, in in some areas uh, uh, because because of the fact that well hell Stormfront Action Radio is all volunteer you know we're not out there begging for donations and we're not trying to to run some kind of money making deal or something or other to get up money or nothing it's all volunteers you know and we're all self funded. And uh, as far as I know, uh, that that ain't never going to change, you know, because, well, for one reason, uh, we, we don't want any funding because that's a lightning rod. You start you start developing any kind of a of a financial base. Uh, you know, the first thing that's going to happen is the old Jews going to come along and steal it. How many times have we seen that happen? And if and and if they can't get enough, if they don't steal enough from you to to, to satisfy their their little Jew greed factor, you know, then they throw us in prison, put a bunch of jumped up goddamn charges on us, like they did to that that poor kid there, uh, that Jacob Goodwin, 
there in Charlottesville. And and then, then now they now they got that other boy, the the one that was driving the car. And uh, you know, I mean, anybody anybody as far as I I don't give a damn who you are, anybody could look at those videos and see that that boy was in fear for his life. Now all them goddamn uh, feral uh, monkeys surrounding his car and beating on it. I, and I think there's one video where they actually bashed in the back window. And and by other accounts that, that I haven't seen on video, some son of a bitch was even aiming a rifle at him, you know, right, right there, you know, pointing a rifle at him, you know, while, while he's sitting in his car behind the wheel. He looked to his left and he stared down the barrel of a goddamn rifle, you know. So yeah, he firewalled that son of a bitch, and and by by constitutional law, he had every every uh, right to be uh, in fear of his life. You know, his he to feel that his life was being clearly and and it threatened. So so he he firewalled that bastard, and then and you know, and it wouldn't even matter if he'd have ran over a dozen of them fucking monkeys, you know. If you're in fear for your life, then you're fully entitled, you know, to to do whatever you need to do to get the hell out of the situation. But oh hell no, that poor bastard, that kid is, that kid is going to do, probably going to end up uh, dying in prison. You know, they got so many goddamn uh, convictions on him. You know that that uh, yeah yeah you know it's just sickening, absolutely sickening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Goodwin, uh, she calls in every now and then, gives us kind of an update on what of is doing in prison. And uh, there's, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of uh, support for him. Uh, and uh, pe- people are, are are giving money to, to the Goodwin family, you know, so that they can kind of, kind of overt some of the bills that they're buried in. But uh, yeah, we're doing that. That that that's some of the on the doings, some of the things that happened on the show. Uh, still hoping Billy calls back in. I I hope him and Father Francis can kind of smooth the waters and make up a little bit. But I don't know. I don't I don't really see that happening. Billy's pretty hard nosed. He's he's uh, he's hardcore brother. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, even so, I, like I say, the the show's growing. It's getting more popular, you know. And we we try to we try to talk a little bit about the serious stuff, and then maybe talk about some of the light stuff, and then you know, kind of get it get everybody to to you know laugh at the situation re- rather than you know the the gnash the tooth gnashing and the hair pulling and the <laughs> and that sort of thing. So. Ah, that's where we're at, and then uh, now, like I say, we're starting to spin off. We got get these uh, have these uh, afternoon uh, on on the morning show. Somebody will say, "Well, we we're going to have another you know another get together, meet and greet tonight," and uh, so we'll fire it up. Uh, and uh, that's uh, <clears throat> right now. It's like like uh, pretty much uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and. Uh, and it generally, that's just more of a just just kind of a sit back, grab a beer, and chew the fat type of deal. Uh, Father Francis, he's he's a real organizer, you know. He wants to he wants to have these 
special meetings and, and, and form up groups as far as uh, legal advice and uh, uh, plans for, for the, when the shit hits the fan, you know, sur- survival planning and and that sort of thing. It's all well intended, and I agree with it. But uh, some of it I'm interested in personally, and some of it it is just butt-numbingly boring. <laughs> I get I start I start listening to all that legalese and 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 uh, this law and that law and uh, statutory state rights and and common law and all kind on and on and on. I, I I get I get about five minutes of that and my head just shuts down. You know I don't I don't even want to hear it. But uh, boy, some of some of them brothers they just eat that stuff up. You know they they're really up on top of it and pretty darn sharp. Uh, we got a we got a uh, a set of brothers now that uh, and they're they're actually blood brothers, kin brothers that come in, uh, they're down in uh, Oregon and, and both of those are made guys. They're, they're, uh, they, they have been, uh, in, uh, finance and, and, uh, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing, just naturally born with the ability to understand all that stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, one one brother he gets on there every now and then and he talks about uh you know how 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 he made it and uh what he did and stuff but the, there there again i leave if you don't have the head for it uh you know it 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 kind of loses its flavor but uh, yeah we got we got a pretty pretty interesting crew forming up there yeah yeah the uh, the the bro- the brothers down there in Oregon now their their folks had one of those bazillion dollar houses in California that burnt to the ground so uh, and I don't yeah I think it was his family you know so they they all come you know uh, <laughs> hat in hand and uh, now now they got they're putting them up. Uh, Eric is that brother's name. I, he kind of tickles me because uh, uh, his his folks are so uh, normal. You know, they're normies. They they uh, you know they don't want nothing to do with white power, and, and uh, they don't they don't want to recognize you know the fact that uh, our race is being made extinct, and and uh, well at least in the West, and uh, you know they don't they don't want they don't want to see it as any kind of a tragedy. So. In order, in order for him to call into the show, he's got to sneak out to his man cave. <laughs> he, he sneaks out to his man cave and uh, closes the door <laughs> so he can he can get on the show and talk. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, solid citizen though. He's a, he a pretty good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, any, anyhow, yeah, we, he, that, there he's going he's going to have to communicate from his man cave well they just actually uh they just took off they they took off traveling the whole damn family took off and i i think they might have went to south africa i think as i recall but uh anyhow what's that who went to south africa this this uh this guy I'm talking about that that is 
kind of a regular on, on the uh, on the radio show every day. We got a we got a chapter down there in South Africa. Quite a few fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Johannesburg. Well, too too bad uh, they could, they might have been. Uh, yeah. yeah, they might they might have been able to touch bases, but quite honestly, I doubt it. Uh, Eric, uh, he's he's got uh, folks up in Seattle too. I, well, I think his wife does. So he periodically he drives up to Seattle and he goes right by my place every time he goes, and he says, "Rich," he says, "I want to stop and have a beer." And I said, "Anytime, Eric. You know, I'm here." And, uh, but, but his wife and his, you know, like I said, his, his wife is not on board. She's not a, she's not a, a sister of the Aryan blood folk, you know, she's Aryan, but, uh, she, she don't, she hasn't had those genes woke up yet. So, yeah. So he's, he's got a, he's just another brother's got to kind of tiptoe around that for, you know, the sake of the relationship. Yeah. So, I'm not. And you could probably take it to the bank if he got too involved. Uh, she'd probably jump right in the middle of that and do every damn thing she could to uh, break it up, you know, before before her husband is lost to the evil Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful, out there. There is a lot. Of, you know, there's only but I, seeds, you know, you bad seeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I we'll don't, see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are, yeah, any of you are on Stormfront, but uh, one of the longtime regulars, uh, she goes by mom of three white boys, and uh, yeah, she's a solid yeah. sister. She goes around. You heard of her? You know her? Oh yeah, she. Yeah, remember she used to get on way back when. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bless her heart. Uh, she she actually come up here. Uh, I flew her up here uh, uh, a couple of years in a row uh, to watch my place while I was working up in Alaska. So we got we got to be uh, really good friends, and uh, then. Uh, for for the uh, when I when I said I was going to fly fly up uh, down there to Arkansas uh, for Faith and Freedom, uh, the Faith Big Faith and Freedom Conference, she ups and calls me up and she says, "Well, she says I tell you what, you know, uh, I'll meet you, I'll pick you up in Memphis, and uh, you you can just ride with me, you know, I'll be your chauffeur." And I said, "Well, darling, I'll go for that." So. I did. Uh, flew into Memphis, met her there at the airport in Memphis. She picked me up and she drove me on over to uh, uh, Harrison. And uh, we stayed we stayed there in Harrison through through faith and freedom. And uh, then after it was all over, she drove me down to uh, oh the closest big airport there in Missouri. Uh, I can't think of it where where, where it was, but. Yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was about an about an hour drive. It wasn't wasn't a big deal. 
but uh, hey, we got I got I got I got to ride across the Mississippi River. <laughs> At least I think it was the Mississippi River. It was, it was a big damn river, yeah, almost as big as the yeah, almost as big oh, as the Columbia River. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was the, that was the high point of that of that part of the trip, anyway. And she did. She 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 she, she said, "Rich, she, you can stay on that highway and get straight over into Tennessee." Yeah. Well, I I got the I got the damn flu or something. I was really down, and uh, I start starting to recover a little bit. But we're we're she was driving me to the airport there to go home, and uh, she says to me, she says, Rich, uh, how about we stop there in uh, Grantyville and see old Winstead? She says you can you can uh, go up knock on his door and say hi, <laughs> you know. And and I honestly, and she would have, she would if I'd have said yeah, she would have. Uh, but uh, I was so goddamn, I was so sick. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, didn't feel like I, I even wanted to do that as pleasurable as that would have been. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's got a, she's got a, she's that honorable of a man that a guy would go out of his way to meet him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, he's, he's just a bully and a coward. We've, we've established that. Hell, I mean, uh, I, I, I would, I would look on, on, uh, you know, thumping Lindstedt's head, you know, kind, kind of along the lines of uh, beating a stupid dog, you know, you know, even, even though it did shit on you, uh, you know, it's still, still just a stupid dog, you know, what, what's, yeah. what's the point of beating it, you know, what's the point of beating a stupid dog? It, all, all the dog will do is just. Get all big-eyed and look at you, you know, like, why'd you, why'd you do that to me? Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> me neither. It's not like him to get put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had, if I had to spend any any quality time with him, I, I could pretty much guarantee you one of us would be going to the boneyard. <laughs> You'd take him right back to that dog pound, right? Say I want a different one. No, nah, I'd take him back, take him to the vet and, and do do the merciful thing. <laughs> Have him put down. Do, do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good seeds are bad seeds. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what the was talking about tonight on the radio. There's guys like that and, and Bradley Jenkins and all these guys out there claiming something. They're really not. And, uh, and, and, they're, and they're really making the guys that really are look bad. I mean, Rich. Look, you're an honest guy, guy. You're true at heart, and, and you got white power on your heart. I mean, and you just you want to stick, you know, with where you know, and then that's what you do. But uh, but these guys like uh, uh, Lindstedt, they're only for themselves, dude. 
and we've proved it. If you go to our uh, Daggered Alley, a lot of them that we got in there, we got the links right to it, to the charges, and we got links right to the newspaper clippings and shit that they've done. And uh, and you get the reading about this shit that these people have done, and then not to mention the background checks we've done. Like, uh, when we first got started to get good at it, we were in Bradley Jenkins' name, and then come to find out, he broke into the Aryan Nation Church while uh, Reverend Butler was there and fucking was stealing the membership list. Now, we know he's a fed, so was he stealing the membership list for his own personal greed, or was he stealing the membership list to get his ass out of trouble? Either way, it's his own personal greed. But he was going to hand over names like me and you to the feds so they could keep eye on us, try to take us to jail for any little thing we do, rather than let him go sit and do his time for the crime he done. And uh, he got caught red-handed in Reverend Butler's office with this fucking membership list in his hand. So luckily he didn't get away with it. But the question is, what was he going to do with it? Well, I, I don't know. Push comes to shove. Uh, hell, my my old landline telephone here that I've had the same telephone number for many many years, and and it got so bad I couldn't even use it. I think there's so many so many taps on it that that, that, that it quit working. <laughs> I I had to, I couldn't. It was so much snow and static and popping and buzzing and everything. I, I couldn't even use the phone. And I, and I had to call up the. Well, I had, like well, I had to call. Bed dying. These guys were stealing shit out from around him. All these guys with uh, Reverend Butler's memorabilia that says that he gave it to him. He didn't give them that stuff on his deathbed. They stole it from him, and because uh, he was the Aryan Nation's leader to the end, and he knew who he was going to hand it over to. And I'll tell you what. And the guy that he was going to got nothing. And uh, and then they all turn out to be rats. Like, look at August Christ. Uh, you know, he, he's in prison trying to claim he's Aryan Nation when he's got a couple different child molestation charges on him. Now, the same thing goes for him that goes for Goulette or uh, for Linstaff. You know, uh, we can't quite honestly prove it beyond a reasonable doubt that Linstaff was child molester, only his own word, what he's told us on the radio, that he's accused of it and he didn't do it. And we say that on our when we talk about it on our radio, just the way he said it. And uh, But August Christ got convicted of it, and that's what he is sitting in prison for out there in Ohio. So if we got any listeners on here from Ohio, August Christ has no longer anything to do with white power or anything. I mean, come on, we're all good white power people here. We're supposed to be honorable. We raise our children. We take them with us to these events. These events ain't bad. They're good. They're stuff our children should know. And uh, and this stuff of bitch is out there trying to child molest them. There ain't no way we want a motherfucker like that amongst us. Uh, you know, and it turns out he'd done it years ago. So how many others has he got that hasn't come forward? Uh and now this guy wants to be in the prison and act like he's something special. Well, he needs to get treated like the rest of the goddamn child molesters. We all know how they get treated in jail. And uh, it just goes down the line like that. A lot of these guys that are claiming to the throne are just 
your thieves of the throne. Uh, you know, nobody gave up the Aryan Nation sword to anybody. Nobody gave up the Aryan Nation Bible to anybody. Nobody gave up those Aryan Nation buckles to anybody. Them were all stolen from the church. Stealing from your church. Yeah. Well, nothing, nothing tests the integrity of a family like uh, right. a patriarch, a patriarch or a matriarch dying, you know. They, yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing tests the integrity like that, like that. If there's something, something to steal, you know. Well, they're all they're all friendly, lovey, kissing, kissy, you know. Well, well, whoever it is is alive, you know. Oh, you know, we love you, Grandpa. We love you. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, 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 you know, you know. So. Yeah, but it's disgusting that all these guys wanna claim right to the throne. They Well, answer the phone, JD. Right to the front. I got the stories. I got the Bible. I got the buckle. That don't mean shit. That just means you're a fucking thief. Oh, uh, I mean, you should come in. I mean, hell. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and anybody wants to follow those cocksuckers, they're thieves, man. What goes along with thieving? Snitching. And then write a number. Now all of a sudden you got the feds up your fucking ass. When the feds got you, they don't play. So now you're an Aryan Nation leader. After sticking in their and they want to tell anything they know to get out of motherfucking trouble. And what do they got? Nothing. I got my Tell you a few things about a few of the people. I mean, and then the rest of it's lies. And, and if the poor flock suffers, <laughs> and the motherfucker goes right back to the same neighborhood and the same fucking body start following around after he snitched them. How does that, how does that fly? Why do these people don't see that? Well, you, you, did you really want an answer to that or? I think I think I think I think I think it does does each of us good, you know, to to have a a a, a good solid uh, fix on our situation, and we are a Jew occupied country, and you know you know the Jew. The Jew can can uh, has the power to to create any kind any kind of an impression. You know, if 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 if, if the Jew. I'm losing you. Andy, this is uh, John. I uh, believe you may call back or let me know that you're going to the store. All right, later. Yeah, I'm losing you. 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 Yeah, I'm losing
KD, are you there? There he is. Rich, you was, was that you or was that JD breaking up? Yeah, that that was JD. He's uh, he got a phone call, and uh, looks oh. like he called back and left left a message, but uh, his, his mic was yeah his mic was still yeah, hot uh, here on our, our side. You showing up to the store? Yeah. Okay, I'll call him. Yeah, I'll call him. and fucking sleeping pills. There's no way I could come in. He's on his way, though, man. Alright, no problem. Uh, Alright, well. J.D.? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay, your your phone call was bleeding over there. We. Uh, oh man, I just just, just to let you know what's going on. Oh, did, did yeah. you actually hear what I was talking about? Yeah, we could hear you. We could hear the conversation. Uh, well, no big deal. It's just work on. Yeah. When I myself out accidentally and uh, was let me back in to try to go. Do I? I can't get back in for the show. I, I accidentally exited myself off the program. So you'll have to shut the show down tonight whenever you're ready. No, I, I, I didn't know my damn. I, I thought I... Uh, Pretty sure I hit fucking mute. Yeah, I'm, you know, okay. Uh, I guess I, I guess my uh, my phone conversation was recorded, but big deal. It was just work. One of my employees uh, overslept, and uh, you know, whatever. Well, hey, we we've gone an hour and nineteen minutes into overtime, you guys. I, I'd really like to get off here tonight. Um, the last four nights in a row, I've been uh, my old lady sleeping again. Uh, I've been busy from the time. Yeah, we got we got like thirty we got like thirty nine people in chat, and I mean this is probably one of the bigger shows we've had, and I'm sure we got a lot of fucking uh, uh, 
oh, what do you want to call it? The the fake plan and everybody else that's on here and a bunch of Antifa and everybody else. <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't know you guys were listening in on my conversation, but you know, is this work and somebody like didn't wake up for work, you know, for their shift and I took care of it. Thought I had it on mute, but whatever. <laughs> So, all right, does anybody else have anything to add to the show? No, I'm done. Uh, uh, really, you know, I'm not really worn out, but I, I, I hadn't got to see the family all week. I guess it's, it's really everybody's in bed. If we wanted to stay on, we could, but fuck, it's getting late. I got a little bit of research left to do on some other people. But I guess my mute button on this motherfucker don't work for the fuck. <laughs> yeah, good. That well, at least now you know. Yeah, well, it wasn't like it was well, top secret. <laughs> we do our homework and we do our research and uh, and we got people lined up trying to get in and uh, I get I'm, I'm a couple background checks behind. I I, I, I was on the phone all day when I should have. I do like to have fun. 
think we all like that fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it was good. It was it was good touching bases with you guys, catching up on all the gossip. <laughs> yeah, all you right. heard probably more gossip than you wanted to hear with work calling. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, okay. To be asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Because yeah. uh, if I don't, uh, I don't play that game, then uh, they don't have my ass coming in. And that's not gonna happen. Fuck that! I already worked that damn twelve hours or 15, thirteen hours actually today. Oh yeah. And uh, it's not only a no; it's a fuck no. I remember what that was like. Yeah, <laughs> fucking sucks, man. Yeah, working yourself stupid. Yeah, why do you think I was playing stupid? <laughs> you guys heard the phone call? Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I was playing stupid. Oh, you have to call. What's her name? <laughs> oh, hell, I've, I've been so tired I couldn't remember my damn name. <laughs> I've been so yeah. tired. I fucking uh, answered the phone from my for, with my company's name. Yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, no, we're, we're calling you. I'm like, no, uh, this is this is me. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, no, I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, you want to play this game? I've been so tired that I've woke up in a in a panic absolute panic ran out to my car drove like a bat out of hell to work only to realize it was my day off oh, <laughs> yeah. I that too. yeah 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 i've been there i've been i've been there man i've been there man okay well, I'm going to wander off. Good talking to you guys. Catch you again sometime in the future. No, hopefully sometime soon, Rich. It's always good to, and good, uh, you know, good to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it might be good to get Tom Bully on here one night and fucking uh, uh, New York, uh, you know, uh, Brian and you and just have a kumbaya. Yeah. I, I remember some five and six dollar shows back then too, man. That's too long. Well, yeah, I mean, this show's gone on quite a, quite some time, you know, tonight. But, I mean, you know, it's been interesting to say the least. Yeah. Boss kicked it off with the first hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've covered a good amount of shit, though, when he called in. He, you know, we we've been, we get treated dirty around here this all the time, and we are the Aryan Nation. We got fucking imposters and posers trying to fucking hop up all the time to claim the name, and, and you know, they, 
as soon as we start digging on them and come up with all the dirt, they get scared and disappear. Then they come back uh, uh, right along beside somebody else who's never been heard of, and they're in the background. You know, there are two or three of them in the background yeah. in this case. And, um, and then they're hiding out in different social networks trying to recruit shit like that, using our name and making, I guess, trying to make us look bad or something, but that ain't going to happen. Uh, our website well, that's a, yeah, that's the Jew cult for you. You know, they got their their true believer bejubies. They honest, they actually are so brainwashed. They think they're on some kind of mission from God to chase down the very last evil Nazi. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, those yeah. that the true the true believers are are worse than the, than the. Than the cult core, actually, in that respect, uh, you know, they're they're just uh, I don't well, know I don't know what uh, they're just brainwashed, brainwashed, you know. One thing about us white the prime, people is we've the, made, yeah, they want to destroy us for that, uh, you know, and we believe in the standard of truth yeah. and shit like we tend to stick together and and they don't and and we were we've always been conquerors everywhere we go. They can't beat us. Well, yeah. Well, that's you know that's that that that's the thorn in the side for the Jew, you know, and and I think they got it figured now with artificial intelligence. Uh, they don't need us to to rob and steal from anymore, you know. So they want to get rid of us because, uh, you know, we we've we've always we've always been the 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 most. Uh, civilized and prolific uh, uh, areas for them to infest, you know, and do their organized crime shit, you know, but uh, now they got artificial intelligence, they, they got, they, they, they can make robots, uh, one trick pony robots by the millions, you know, that, to replace what, us with. Whatever side controls the web controls the world. Yeah. Democrat, Republican, liberal, um, conservative, whoever it is that takes over the web and controls the complete worldwide web, controls the world. Because that's what our world has come to, yep. the Internet. Yeah. I was, I, I, was, I was listening to an Orthodox Russian uh, 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 fella. It's, uh, he's, he's, I, I, don't, I don't know where, where he is in, in the church. But uh, he 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 was he put down a pretty damn good uh, uh, sermon there, pretty straightforward. And uh, you know he's he he is of the opinion, you know that that uh, Satan rules the world and we're in hell. And I, and I I was sat sitting, he was going along you know and I say, damn <laughs> you know I mean if the shoe fits you know what I mean. If the shoe fits, uh, we're 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 all born immersed in in a Jew, a Jew occupied culture, you know, and and you know it, 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 it you don't have to. Fallen angels. Yeah, you don't have to be a. Yeah, well, you don't have to be a Bible thumper, uh, to to open your eyes up and see what's going on, you know, that uh, if if yeah. You know, if, if it, anything like, remember old Saddam Hussein? Remember, remember Saddam Hussein that uh, 
they they pumped pumped us all full of lies and bullshit and uh, in order to justify going over there and destroying iraq and you know uh stealing stealing yeah. uh, everything the iraqis iraqis own you know they call it watching out for american interests uh, kiss my ass it's murder it's murder and thievery but and 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 uh they you know they they never go after the semites they always want to kill the Aryans, whether it's Christian or Muslim. It don't make a damn bit of difference to them. Every Aryan they can kill is good. So you know, I, I anybody can open their eyes and see what the hell's going on. And quite, and I, I guess you can say that literally too. What the hell is going on? Because, yeah, uh, the great Satan, that old Saddam Hussein. I listened listening to one of his speeches there, and I. I about, about shot some coffee out through my nose. He started talking about the great Satan. <laughs> and I said, there it is. <laughs> there it is. This old, this old boy is finally talking some truth. You know, the great Satan going to come and get you. You know, yeah, he knew That's it. You know, he even take an apple to Adam. Yeah. Well, old Saddam, he, you know, he cooked a deal with the Jew and then he disappointed the Jew. You know, and and, and it don't matter that, if it's uh, the mafia. Did you see the poem of the snake that the uh, president told on national television? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's he he quoted them lyrics pretty good there. But uh, yeah. we all we all we all got to understand that nobody becomes president. But, but when he don't go to Israel, get down on his knees for the Jew, you know, and, and promise to worship, worship the Jew as his Messiah, you know, that's, that's, you got, that's, that's what that they all got to do. You know, they all, they all got to get down on their knees for the Jews, you know, and, and promise that uh, total loyalty to Israel and the Jew. And yeah, the Jew is my Messiah. Blah 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 blah. You know they 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 demand that, huh? Yeah. Don't do that. Trump? Oh shit! Trump yeah. Trump went to Israel. He he did he he went through the same goddamn thing to show his loyalty to Israel. You know he went he went there and he put on the little beanie and walked over to the wall and you know stuck his dick in it or whatever they do and and uh, you know it's. They're they're all actors. They're just actors, and and they're out there yeah. uh, leading us around, leading us around like a bunch of damn dumb animals, trained animals, and that that's what we are. We're born we're born in a in a Jew occupied country. We are immersed uh, in Jew propaganda from day one, uh, from cradle to grave. Yeah, you know. When we first, when I first got, we're all just. Boss always used to say, "Let the dead bury the dead." That's all you can do, <laughs> and uh, you can only you can only preach white power to the people that'll hear it. The rest of them are got to be dead to you, because yeah. and let the dead bury the dead because they can't. They're not going to hear the word. They're they're going to be dead. They're not yeah. going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah. Well, that's that's why they pour. <laughs> millions and that's why they pour huge amounts of wealth keeping keeping the truth the true history of world war ii you know under under mountains of bullshit 
you know, pumping it into the minds of our children in public school, you know, and in Judeo-Christian churches, you know, them Judeo-Christians, you know, you ever think of what a fucking oxymoron that is? Judeo, Judeo-Christian. They can't get a master's degree on anything, so they fall back and, and go down to the lower grades to the public schools and teach our children. And we've allowed these dumbasses in our fucking classrooms for too long, and they've been teaching our fucking children the liberal way for over fucking 40 years now, and it's going to be hard yeah. to straighten them out. Yeah. Well, hell, it, it's, it's Sodom. You know, it, it's the story of Sodom all over again. I mean, yeah, and, and like I said, you don't even have to be a Bible thumper to, to see what the hell's going on, you know. It's Sodom all over again. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I you know, you, you know, the holy rollers want to come and 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 tell me about how, uh, you know, Satan Satan is loose on the earth and uh, blah 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 blah. You know, the only the only part of that I don't buy into is the part where I'm supposed to be scared. You know, I why yeah. the hell should I be scared? <laughs> you know, you take your take your fear monitor fear. But no, when you die, oh, yeah, you go take to your... heaven, yeah, you're going to see a picture of Satan on the wall. You're going to look at that picture, and you're going to say, who's that? The good Lord's going to tell you that's Satan, and you're going to fucking laugh your ass off because you were scared of him all your life. <laughs> well, hell, I, I, don't, I don't know how old you guys are, but, but I, I remember from my childhood, you know, and if, you're going to uh, your ass off if, you know that's Satan's biggest fucking uh, tool is fear. Well, time time was, uh, you you could go up to any any Mormon, and and ask them, you know, if they were a Judeo Christian, and chances were you'd get a fist right in your teeth. You know that that'd be fighting oh, yeah. words. A Judeo Christian? Oh hell yeah, that'd be fighting words. And I, I could I could vividly remember it was right around the time of Nixon, when when the uh, the Lutheran Church uh, sold out to the Jew. I can remember that because yeah. a lot of Lutherans here, a lot of Lutherans, and oh yeah, I mean. I remember my buddy down the street. Uh, his his families were strong Lutes. In fact, I went to Concordia. My my folks put me in the Lutheran school. <laughs> trying, I was I was got in a little trouble in public school, and they decided maybe I could go to a Lutheran school and get straightened out. But uh, the uh, you talk to that uh, stage, right? <laughs> well. I remember we we was out flying kites. I I remember the day vividly. We were out flying kites. It was a beautiful day, uh, you know, and and we went back to the house. And his mother was just she was screaming and crying and sobbing and stomping around, you know, like like the like the damn world had ended, and because. Uh, they, the church had decided they, they were going to abandon the doctrines of Martin Luther and, and go with, with Jesus was a Jew. And they, I, they were all upset. They were. Did, you, did you see that the Pope announced uh, 
over New Year's weekend that the uh, Catholic Church is going to take up the Big Bang Theory. Well, I I seen where where they're 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 going to start uh, uh, start that homosexuality is normal, uh, child child yeah. molestation is normal. Uh, just start preaching yeah. the same shit that the rest of them are. Yeah, yeah. And the, right. actually, and they're, the, they're, uh, gonna, they're not going to the, preach. They're not going to preach the Christ no more. They're going to preach the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Well, the uh, the Ukraine, the Church of the U- Ukraine, just split up with the Russian Orthodoxy. The Church of the Ukraine is now a Judeo-Christian or- organization. They just made that big announcement. You know that. And, yeah. Under Christian religion, almost Catholic priests or child molesters, a lot of them are. You know, look how many of them they got. Yeah. A whole ring of them. And uh, and so of course they don't want to preach the uh, good book no more because the good book says that's wrong. Well, the the Roman the Roman Church. Uh, the, the mafia uh, was was the last Roman guard under under the last Jewish uh, emperors. The, the last few Jewish yeah. emperors of Rome were were Jews, and the mafia was the Roman guard. And after Rome fell, well, the the, the mafia, uh, you know, went went on to do what the mafia does, but they were the ones that they actually killed Jesus. Yeah, was the the the, the, the mafia the Roman? Yeah, the Roman guards, and and uh, shit, the mafia has paid tribute to the Jew ever since. You know, the the the, yeah. the Catholic Church, you know, is is has always been, uh, you know, uh, struggled uh, against the mafia, and there's I, I don't know I guess they're still struggling. I I, I think the church kind of won the war, so to speak, at least for now. But yeah, and uh, hell, they just uh, I I expect Rome or Italy to to have a, a another uh, right wing fascist uh, revolution. Oh, I got a I got a caller here. This 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 gal, she's kind of cute. I'll put her on. Yeah. I'm going to get off here anyway. I'm going to say hell victory, bro. Are you there? Okay. Hmm. Okay, brothers. Catch you later. I will. Hell victory.